Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today's the 29th of October. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Phillies beat the Yankees 6-1 in Game 1 of the World Series. Yeah, baby! pitching of Cliff Lee and two home runs by Chase Utley was all they needed. Lee baffled the Yankees with an assortment of fastballs, changeups, and breaking balls, limiting them to six hits, striking out ten without a walk and including a string of weak string uh, swings and easy outs. To me, he sets the tone by his rhythm, getting the uh, the ball back, and he knows what he is going to do, and he knows what he's going to throw, Phillies manager Charlie Manuel said. An unearned run in the ninth was his only blemish on Lee's pitching line as he uh, humbled the American League champions on a damp, drizzly night in New York and erased uh, their home field advantage in the series. Lee also uh, played superb defense, making a behind-the-back stab at Robinson Cano's grounder up the middle, and we have a clip of that. That is picked up by Lee behind his back, and even he has to smile as he grabbed it right behind his back for out number one. Wow! To be honest, there was uh, there were two other times I thought he was going to grab it behind his back. When the ball came uh, comes to that side, to his left, uh, there were, there were two other times where I saw him just for the hell of it. He yeah. throws his glove around. Give a shot him. to it. Yeah. Why not? Because his arm is already around that way. <laughs> and there were two times I'm like, damn, I wonder if he ever grabs those. And sure enough, and he did, yeah. bang, he nabbed it in the World Series. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's amazing. Awesome. Second baseman Chase Utley gave Lee all the run support oh. he needed. Utley hit a high, uh, hit a high fly off Yankee starter CC Sabathia and just cleared the right field fence for a homer with two outs in the third inning. And we have that clip as well. That ball is hit down the right field line into the corner back at the track it is one nothing Phillies Utley goes deep and Philadelphia strikes first in game one so I've decided I'll have a uh, 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 sexual three-way with him and Jason Ward. <laughs> what? They're the two biggest. Uh, no, no. Yeah. You're going to surrender no, your manliness. Jason Worth and, and Chase Utley, okay. just because yeah. of the dingers that they're putting up, it's just unreal. Yeah. I'll, I, I'll give it up. I, I Why not? Go ahead. Why well, not? Because last night over text, uh, Casey claimed uh, Cliff Lee, but I, apparently I'm allowed to have Raul Labanez. You can oh, have you are. Raul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dude. I'm sticking with Charlie Manuel. I, <laughs> I think because of his age, he'd be a tender lover. Uh, yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. A more like, yeah. sensitive to your I needs. Think, yeah, and I think he'd probably make me breakfast. Okay, <laughs> He's All a right. cuddly guy. He is, yeah. I'm just thinking. No, no, it was, it was awesome. Awesome, awesome stuff. Chase Utley also crushed an 0-2 fastball uh, into the second deck of bleachers in right center in the sixth. Raul Wood-Banez singled two runs home in the eighth, uh, and the New York bullpen loaded the bases with walks. An RBI single by Shane Victorino, followed by a run-scoring double by Ryan Howard, accounted for the last two runs. Game two of the best-of-seven series will be in New York on Thursday, with the Phillies starting Pedro Martinez against A.J. Burnett of the Yankees. At some uh, parts of the game, it looked like it was really pouring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's weird, times. though, because different shots, they'll show the batter, and it won't look like it's pouring. They'll cut to the pitcher. Yeah. It's just the way that the lighting affects the rain and the yeah. way it comes across on your TV. And it depends on what's yeah. in the background. And I kept saying to myself, because of the momentum that was going, I'm like, please do not let this be delayed. Do <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. let anything you know, get in the funk here, because it was just... Masterful and and Cliff Lee just uh, there no hesitation just going constant going keep it moving forward momentum the whole time and he, and it, it was just I didn't want anything to break up that no rhythm. no and I love the way that they can rapid fire show you they show you the pitch zone yeah and they yeah. can one right after sure. another show you 
and and when they show you that, you see the decisions behind the changeups. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's wild to see that. It also makes me mad because uh, there was a series of pitches where it was like five balls in a row to Chase Utley. He somehow struck out, though. He didn't swing at any of them. And right. Yeah. But, but you know what? It's it's give and take because it'll 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 come back. I, I think that that it all pretty much evens out. Sometimes there are missed calls on either side. I know. You know? So that's know. why they should have robots doing it. I agree. <laughs> a lot more exact. Yeah. Well, a nice start to the World Series. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Suck it, New York. Now, SEPTA <laughs> released this plan for commuters in case a transit union goes through with a strike threat. Negotiations between Transportation Workers Union Local 234 and SEPTA continue, but there could be a strike if no agreement is reached by 11.59 p.m. on Friday. SEPTA says in the event of a strike, most services within Philly would stop, including subway, bus, and trolley services. However, service in Montgomery, Bucks, Delaware, and Chester counties would continue on regular schedules. Uh, regional rail service will run, and extra lines may be added to accommodate additional riders. Uh, those customers are asking are being asked to purchase tickets in advance. Uh, now, the following service would not run in the event of a strike. The Broad Street Line and Broad Ridge Spur, Market Frankfurt Line, all city transit bus, trolley, and track, uh, trackless trolley routes, and Frontier Division bus routes. Information is available through SEPTA's customer service by calling 215-580-7800 or SEPTA.org slash strike. There's no way that they can strike now. They, <laughs> they, they just can't do it. Um, I, I know that it's, it's sort of a bullet in the gun, but man, that would that'd be a bad PR move right now. Well, a strike could correspond with the end of the World Series. Um, I'm sorry, with uh, the end of the World Series game in Philadelphia, uh, about 8,000, they said, fans used SEPTA to get to the ballpark. Yeah, well, they were showing them this morning. Uh, ABC was at the 30th Street Station catching people who were coming back last night, and you know, I guess who yep. had waited it out or missed the trains or whatever, or partied in New York. So it was interesting to see that. Contract talks continue. The two sides are still talking about work rules and haven't even gotten to wages, health benefits, and pensions. So we'll see what happens. Police in eastern Pennsylvania say a man unhappy with his new van took a car salesman on a wild ride and later torched the vehicle in front of the dealership. That's part of the Cash for Clunkers program, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Authorities say 58-year-old John Walton Jr. went to Cochia Ford uh, near Wilkes-Barre on uh, Tuesday complaining that his van had transmission problems. A salesman accompanied Walton on a test drive uh, but didn't hear anything. Police say Walton became upset and accelerated <laughs> to speeds over 100 miles per hour. Wow. Uh, when the van skidded, the salesman jumped out of the vehicle and called police. At uh, Kachia Ford, we're setting your car on fire. <laughs> Authorities say uh, Walton then torched the van in front of the dealership. Plains uh, Township Police charged Walton with arson, and Laughlin Police charged him with terroristic threats and other offenses. He's being held in a county jail. What kind of a statement is this guy trying to make know. by setting his own car on fire? <laughs> he, he was going in to get it repaired, It seemed right? like well, such a good idea. He had just bought it, so he was taking it back, saying, you sold me a car with oh. transmission problems. So they went for a yeah. ride with him, well, and they were like, we don't hear anything. And he got pissed and you know started driving 100 miles an hour and then torched the van. Perhaps he All thought right. they could see the transmission better if he had burned off the outer <laughs> shell. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you probably don't have a good vantage point. If right. I were to burn off the rest of the car, then you'll see the transmission. Good clear. point. That's probably what he was trying to do. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> that the Phils beat the New York Yankees yeah. Yeah. of the 105th World Series uh, six to one. In other sports news, in the season opener between the 76ers and the Orlando Magic, the Sixers lost badly after a competitive first quarter. The Sixers game deteriorated. Uh, they lost oh, one, no! 
120 to 106, giving up 16 three-pointers and trailing by as much as 31 points. Orlando has 70 Uh-oh. points at the half and 100 after three quarters. Tiger Woods, who sat courtside, left at halftime. And the Sixers open their home schedule tomorrow night against the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Phillies are still the World Series. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I have for you this morning. Well, between uh, Chase Utley and Cliff Lee. Lee, 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 But it was awesome. I had to. I had to kick my children out of the room. <laughs> uh, really? Uh, yeah. Because the expletives were going to fly. Well, because uh, yeah, and, and, and Daddy they, was drinking. Well, Daddy was drinking. Yeah. No, I didn't drink last night. But <laughs> but they were, uh, you know, they're, they're little kids and they were bickering and give me this and that's my toy and they were making all this yeah. noise. I'm like, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> now I turned into my father. Did last you? Yeah. Night. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you say hit the bricks? Uh, no, I didn't say. That hit is the such bricks. a dad thing hit to the say. Hit the bricks, kids. Go hit the bricks. Yep. Exactly. No, I said. What is this? A night game? Turn the lights off. <laughs> I said, "Go to f in bed." Oh, really? That's, no, I didn't say oh. that. But, but anyhow, it was. Uh, I think they get the point if you do. Man, that. it was awesome last night. It I was just, great. Just, a, I'm so happy because I so want to sweep this series. I want New York to shut the hell up <laughs> and stop with this crap. They're just, they're just dumping on Philly left and right. And and listen, they are New York City. They can dump on any city because they're, they're New, New York, York City. It's, yeah, you know, it's considered the center of the universe. It's part of the deal. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to just to have them uh, obliterated. You know, the, the funny thing is, I was talking to uh, Casey about this, is, and that between the players, there seems to be a fair amount of mutual respect. After yeah. the game, they were talking to Jeter last night, and it was like, man, you know, Cliff Lee had a plan and stuck to it, and it was he, he, he did what he was supposed to do. Well, sure, him and uh, him and yeah. Rollins used to, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're buddies, and, uh, you know, you had uh, CC Sabathia and uh, Cliff Lee, and, you know, they, they respect, guys, they respect they, they have, their well, capabilities. And, they, and they've had relationships yeah. with each other in the past, so, uh, you know, they're not going to sling the dirt. And, no. Uh, just leave it up to, you know, the New York Post to start that crap. <laughs> it just set the tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, anyhow. I, I, I noticed that they, we haven't gotten the New York Post this morning. I no, we did. The, oh, we did? Okay. Yeah, we did. You it. see on the back, it says, uh, uh, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> the New York Post. Oh, I love that. That's the back page. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's, it's got uh, Chase, and they, they kind of say, yeah, okay, they did it. And then on the front, CC is uh, shown kind of uh, a little unhappy. So, they're, they're, they know what's going on. Okay. You know, I, I was wondering, too, what they might put on the cover this so one button. down. Yep. And tonight, 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 we have we have tickets. Yeah. Yes, we do. I'm yeah. unbelievable. Isn't this great? Can you imagine winning these and going to this game tonight yep. with Pedro on the mount? Listen to this. PhillyTailgate.com. Right. <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> no, he's 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 legitimately a raw nerve now because yeah. he's seen two nights of orgiastic Pearl Jam shows. <laughs> yeah. We have Pedro on the and the two things that, in fact, I think more than your family, you love these two things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my family can go to hell. <laughs> uh, Baseball so. and Pearl Jam. This yeah. is this is Valhalla for Nick. Yeah, Good time a, last night at the show. Yeah, and you know what? Real quick, they had a card girl come out with scores every every so often. <gasps> great idea. I knew they were going to do yeah, something. Keeping people they updated and stuff. It. it was great. And and you know, people were getting text updates about the Phil score. And and thank God that the Phillies won, won last night because it really made the vibe in the whole whole building very happy. So as the card girl would come out with a score, I'm sure the crowd just goes yeah. absolutely insane. This went nuts, yeah. And was Eddie saying anything yeah. about oh, the game? Oh, yeah, yeah. Lots of Phillies references. He's friends with Raul Labanya, so he was making references. I'm friends with Raul Labanya. <laughs> yeah. Look at the card girl's ass. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> 
He but, would send out songs to Brad Lidge mm-hmm. and and uh, oh cool, uh, uh, Boom Gasper, the keyboardist, is from Hawaii, so he was nice. you know sending love to Shane. It was it was a cool, uh, a lot of cool Phillies moments with Pearl Jam last oh, night. Man, that's great. That I wonder if awesome. they, would they be able to pipe through a feed at any point? I guess they I guess they're not well, allowed to do that. right? No, but you know what? When the the concert ended at about eleven fifteen, and uh, they they piped, um, you could hear all the TVs and all that. There aren't many super boxes there, but right. um, a lot of people stuck around in the spectrum to watch the game on the TVs that were uh, were available. Oh, so, that's cool. So people watch the end of the game together in the spectrum after the Pearl Jam concert ended. Well, uh, this morning, our friends at phillytailgate.com and Pepsi, the official sponsor of Major League Baseball, have set us up with not only tickets to game number two in New York City tonight, but we have a round-trip deluxe motor coach transportation wow. set up for you. Snacks and beverages on that trip. Snacks and beverages! I yeah. hate New York t-shirt for you. Live oh. music from Chad Bean. We have uh, uh, the pre-game tailgate party from Philly Tailgate, and nobody does it like Mongo and the no. gang. From Philly Tailgate and a ticket to Game Two of the 2009 World Series. All right, so we have your chance to win that. By the way, it says a ticket. Is that one ticket or two tickets? Well, no, for this it's two tickets. All right, I would hope yeah. so. This is the yeah. package. It's that you half can a buy ticket. Into. <laughs> well, this is the package that you can buy into with PhillyTailgate.com as well. And so buy- you can buy one ticket. I was looking at their prices last night, dude. Very reasonable. Totally worth it. Very reasonable. And you know what's cool about that? When you do go through them, you go up sort of as a as a platoon. Yeah. You know, yeah. you go up en masse, and that makes a statement when you go into a uh, another stadium. Absolutely. So, listen, we're going to have uh, I think we're going to give your first chances to win probably shortly after 7 o'clock, yeah. okay? And it's going to be one of those things where we're keeping it wide open to everybody. A little bit of work needs to be done in this particular contest, but you're not going to have to jump through too many hoops for it. Well, when you get something like this of this importance, you want to make sure everyone, absolutely everyone has a shot. So, exactly. you know, we would love to have people exactly. again eat their own poop, but no, not, not yeah. so many people would do that. Game 7, maybe. 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 We'll see about that. All right, so, so don't eat a lot for the next few days. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. We have a Halloween party tonight. Yes, we and do. Yes, the game will be on. We're going to be at Mad River and a chance for you to win some cash for the best costumes and have a good time. So uh, if you've ever wanted to see people in costumes clustered around TVs, <laughs> tonight is the night. <laughs> Hey, we're gonna really selling on. it, Steve. <laughs> Preston, are you wearing a costume? I am wearing a costume. Yes, I know what he, I know what he's going as too. Yeah. Is it a secret? Uh, no, oh, same thing it? I wore last year. <laughs> oh, boo! <laughs> Can't do that. I'll be in. Uh, well, I'm going to. Yeah, at least he's gonna be wearing a costume. I probably won't. Yeah, you're, you're not gonna wear a costume. Uh, I, I might put on a white shirt and do that earring thing. Like I you told said. you, I told you to be Mr. Clean. Clean. Just wear a white shirt and get a hoop earring. That's a good idea. I know. Yeah. That's easy for you. Are you wearing a costume, Kathy? I mean, I have to because I know you're gonna give me crap if I don't. Yeah. So I, I thought so. you were wearing your costume already. I thought you were a ninja. <laughs> that, I might go as a ninja. All right. No, this is this is her. I, I've dressed up for my co-worker's costume. <laughs> yeah. Nick, how about you? Probably not. Not at all? No, I'm going as an exhausted radio dude. <laughs> and do you I'll, still have your your uh, your Borat bathing suit? That I, would be you know, like, In the trunk of my costume. <laughs> you may not want to do that. Not this year. How many, how, many, how many pounds ago was that? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to wear a green man? No, I have in the trunk of my car from uh, last year that uh, French made outfit that I bought at Target. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I'll just put that on again. <laughs> okay. All right, so. We've put a lot of thought into this, obviously. Yeah, go so. Well, listen, it's a magical time to be yep. uh, alive in the city, and uh, and, a, and the party couldn't come at a better time. Mad River in Menyunk, so please uh, come out and join it's gonna us be great. this very evening. Uh, let me see. I have a stupid question, and the question I have actually has to do with something that was said yesterday. It was a quote that I read from a listener, and uh, he's actually from Australia. And yes. This is a quote that was used. The most quotable country on earth. In uh, rugby, and I really did like this, and he had said that a champion, Team will always beat a what? 
215-263-WMMR. A champion team will always beat a what? I couldn't figure out what this quote was last night. I was trying to say it to my wife, and I could not <laughs> figure it out. How did it come out? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, call now. Let's see if you can get the answer. Today's Thursday, October 29th. Some birthdays to run by you. Uh, an absolutely beautiful woman, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Is uh, 37 years old today. We met her, right? Yeah, um, we interviewed her. On She's been phone. on the phone. Oh, you know what? No, Happy sure. birthday to you. I met her at a Sixers game. Oh, yeah? She, yeah, they came in, and I forget what they were promoting. Um, but, yeah, she was she was very nice. Very nice. Was well, beautiful. Because right? yeah. she was on The Night Stalker. They did a remake of the TV series The Night Stalker, mm -hmm. and she was on that. And then she's, she um, was on the show Life last season on NBC, and she's on Flash Forward this season. That's right. And, of course, she's the head cheerleader uh, in Bring It On. Yeah. The other cheerleader the, on the, the, the team from Compton, right? The Clovers, yeah. Oh, wait, she's the dude's uh, girlfriend, fiance? Yeah. You're going to get married? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Who? John Cho in uh, the show Flash Forward. In Flash Forward. Okay. Well, she's 37 today. Uh, Winona Ryder. Yeah. The band killer. Kleptomaniac. Is 38 <laughs> years old today. Uh, Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, Reality Bites, Girl Interrupted. I and cannot stand her. I, I actually really like her, but in Reality Bites, I just want to kill her with a bat. Oh, I hated that movie. It's just a horrible movie. Yep. <laughs> I liked it. You do? <laughs> yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> I did when it came out. It was like a cool It spoke movie. to your generation? Yeah. It's you so with your cigarettes and coffee? <laughs> so cliche. Yeah. And they're, try they're trying so hard to be so hip yeah. that it's just laughable. Yeah. <laughs> If you yeah. want hip, you gotta look. To I just—it's complete opposite. If you guys like it, yeah, oh, I yeah. hate it. If I in fact, if I see a review from Kathy that says hated it, I'm driving right over to the theater. <laughs> She's 38 today. Richard Dreyfus is 62 years oh, old. Bob! Uh, that's right. That's him. That's, that's him. him. Yeah. Uh, Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, The Goodbye Girl. Um, he won an Oscar for The Goodbye Girl. That's correct. Yeah. He uh, he. Narrated a parody of um, uh, "Stand by Me" on Family Guy last weekend or two weekends ago. That was really. Did you get a chance to ca no. catch it? Casey? I know it's your favorite movie, but he narrated it. Obviously, he narrates that movie in, in real life, and then they did this parody where all the characters on Family Guy did the characters in "Stand by Me," and he had a lot of fun with it. It was cool to have him. It's cool. Be a part he currently of it. looks like his head looks like a doorknob now. Yeah. <laughs> and is he something? Is he going through a divorce or? Uh, there was some sort of legal wrangling he was involved yeah. in. Yeah, I remember that? A lot, uh, no, it was with his. It was with his. Dad and brother, I believe, and they um, there was a, a lot of money. I guess one of them had served as his business manager. Yeah, and they had a lot of money of his, oh, and he was those. actually suing family members, but I had to. Okay. Yeah, and he was also in what about Bob? Bob, 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 Bob. <laughs> He is and, such an unlikable character in that movie. Yeah. He, at one point, <laughs> yeah. he ends up putting dynamite around Bob and yeah. leaving him out on the road. And he thinks it's a therapy sort of thing. Radical therapy. I easily doing. one of the uh, most uh, one of the gayest times of my life was when I was watching. <laughs> oh, Miss I can't wait to hear yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, all right, what it, is it's this? hilarious, but let me put it in context. Um, well, first of all, I, I watched Mr. Holland's Opus in bed. <laughs> With my friend, we were both laying in bed you watching watch this. Mr. Holland's uh -huh. Opus with your same-sex friend yeah. in bed. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, Crazy. Here's the deal. Was was this your prelude? Was this your <laughs> no, your I, setup? I had my wisdom teeth taken out, and my and friend you needed uh, you needed sodomy. No, and my so my friend came over and uh, and we watched Mr. Holland's Opus in bed together. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is pretty uh, bizarre. Why does he admit these things sometimes? Because <laughs> it's so awesome. Oh, man. Listen, I had some oral work. <laughs> Would you come yeah. over and watch Mr. Holland's opus with me? 
Uh, and just wow. you know, for for his uh, for his sake, I won't say his name, Mike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Richard Drivers is yeah. sixty-two together. Well, so maybe what? He, he'll call you up and invite you over to watch the Notebook. Yeah, yeah. why don't you guys you guys can spoon tonight? Uh, Dan Castellaneta, yes, Homer Simpson is uh, fifty-two. That's right. Not only Homer, but he, uh, Grandpa Simpson, Krusty the Clown. Uh, Mayor Quimby, he does a ton of them. He's the best. Uh, he's 52 today. And The Simpsons became the great show that it is when they took the focus off Bart and put it on Homer. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the last birthday I'm going to run by you is uh, Kate Jackson of Charlie's Angels. We just had Jacqueline Smith's birthday the other day. Yeah, that's too. right. Yeah, she was uh, she was the smart one. That, yeah. was, that was everyone saying uh, the unattractive one. Uh, she is 61 years old today. She was also on that show, The, the Rookies. Do you remember that years yeah. ago? Sure, I remember yeah. that. Yep. So there you go. Your birthday is for today. All right, let's get an answer to the stupid question, and uh, I need you to finish this quote. Uh, a uh, champion team will always beat what? 215-263-WMMR. Hey there, Stephanie. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Get do you, get get you. You, Steph, do you know the answer? A uh, championship team will always be a team of champions. She's right. Yeah. They proved it last night, man. Proved it. Yeah. All right, some entertainment uh, tidbits to run by you. Uh, all right, let's get this out of the way. John Gossip. Oh, my God! Well, listen to this, though. This is some pretty interesting dirt here. His girlfriend uh -huh. says that the reality dad is emotionally abusive towards her. Wow, you're talking about, uh, what, Hallie Glassman? Hallie Glassman. Okay, so this is still, this is the doctor's daughter? Is that who this chick yes. is? Yes. In a two-part interview scheduled to air on The Insider beginning today, Haley revealed uh, he'll call me and take his anger out on me. He has... Ugly bitch. He has mantrums. A you. And she said, I... A liar. She said, I shouldn't have to put up with being emotionally abused. I cry... I am a human being. And no one deserves to be treated that way. She says, I cry and say, why are you so mean to me? Hold on. And they're still together. And they she still now together. she's talking to yep. now she's speaking. Well, out this is her this. 15 minutes. Yeah. She's she's now going to access that. And, and the weird thing is that she's indicating that she's in, involved in an abusive relationship. Why she, stay with this yeah. guy? Emotionally abusive. Yes. yes. That she's staying in. Um, I, I wouldn't doubt that it's true because I bet you she, uh, Kate, pretty much controlled, what well, seemed that way on TV anyway, controlled their relationship and everything. So now he may be in a little bit of control and is taking advantage of it. I agree. Out, yeah. Uh, she added, sometimes he has trouble with the truth and he will dance and dance around his lies. He's like Jekyll and Hyde. I bet she's a good dancer. Yeah, but I still probably. love him, she says. Uh, Glassman admits their relationship is not normal, but said, I don't want to leave him all alone. At the end of the day, I love him, but I dislike him at times. When I love someone, uh, I would never hurt them. This this relationship is over after this, don't you think? Yeah. After well, why, why, this, is yeah. He gonna hang, right. why is he going to hang out with her? It's, it was it's, like it, when uh, the Robin Givens gave that interview with Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, he beats me. And, throws, <laughs> he, and he's he, sitting right yeah. next to her. Did anybody want some lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? He comes back with like a pizza bagel. Did I miss anything? <laughs> I was just telling them how you threw me down. The, oh, that's a good one. <laughs>
But uh, Kate was on uh, Ellen yesterday. Oh, yeah, she was? And yeah. She, she, uh, she doesn't plan on looking for love again until after her life calms down. When asked about the prospect of dating on Ellen's show, uh, she said, I'm not thinking about it, but the thought has crossed my mind at some point that it's going to be scrutinized. Uh, and she's apparently stopped wearing her wedding ring finally. So. Okay. All right. But she yep. said she's going to get a new ring that's going to have eight diamonds in it with Mother of Pearl in the middle, and the eight diamonds will... Uh, yeah, that'll be... Symbolic. That is so beautiful. Yeah. And then the Mother of Pearl is her. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, well, that's all. Should be mother and bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that saga oh, continues. Uh, the Michael Jackson backstage documentary. This is it. Premiered in Los Angeles on Tuesday evening. This is it. And uh, it was at the Nokia Theater, L.A. Live Complex. And the late King of Pop's brothers, Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, and Marlon were among the celebrities. In they came in the same cab. Uh, I don't know if they showed up in the same <laughs> cab or not. You guys want to split a cab? And uh, after viewing the film, brothers Jackie and Marlon gave the screen spectacle their stamp of approval. It is getting very good reviews. Yeah, they said that it was fantastic. It was amazing. Uh, that's according to Jackie, uh, the oldest of the brothers. He should be a movie critic. He said, it's a bittersweet moment for us because, you know, we experienced the passing of our brother. Uh, but at the same time, I wanted to see Michael do his thing. It was electrifying. Jackie added that the audience also seeing the film loved it as well. Here's a little clip, I think. Get me out. Bam. Some right there. Into the night time. Four walls won't hold me tonight. If this sound is just an apple, let me take a ride. And when they say, why, why, tell them that you should Good. Sounds like the record. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, Marlon, who is 18 months older than Michael, said that his late brother would have approved of the film. Uh, he said, I think he would have appreciated the fans across the globe getting the opportunity to respect his work, appreciate his work. And he said, uh, that's all that we want people to do is appreciate what we do. Uh, the brothers well, we Appreciate what Marlon does? Uh, <laughs> he, I don't know. What do you do? Yeah. What exactly do you do, Marlon? <laughs> hey, Marlon. We'll begin the appreciation once you can clarify. <laughs> Exactly what it is that you do. Uh, the brothers explained that their mother, Catherine, and sisters, Rebby, Latoya, and Janet, uh, were not emotionally ready to see the film. He said everybody's different. They went to see Paranormal Activity. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to... the theater. <laughs> everybody's different, uh, so you might want to give a little more time, uh, he said, but uh, they're going to... We saw Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to see it. <laughs> what? Joe Jackson's in that theater. It was amazing. <laughs> they got meatballs falling from the sky. Uh, and he said... Uh, and tacos. He said, they're, uh, but they're going to see it, and if it's never, then it's never, but we respect that. Uh, Michael's three children had also not seen the film. Is that open this weekend, I think? Yeah. 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 So uh, it's the big yeah. opening. Yep. So it should uh, and be apparently here. it has a fairly limited run, right? That's what they're saying, two weeks? Right. Oh, I hope not. Maybe, maybe, I, I think they might do that, Steve, and then uh, cash in on the DVD sales and all that stuff down the road later yep. on. So uh, that'll happen. <laughs> Los Angeles police were called to Brittany Murphy's home on oh, Wednesday morning. Huh? I heard that name in a long time. I know. After uh, neighbors complained that the actress was wailing about shots being fired outside the property. <laughs> no! Um, no! 
TMZ.com reports that responding officers found the panicked actress on her balcony. With a harpoon? Screaming. Her wailing. There be whales! Screaming about the alleged gunfire. Thou cursed white whale. I spit at thee. A subsequent investigation found uh, no weapon, bullet, or body. It's a great house. It's in a great school district, and you can wail from your balcony. <laughs> but it was determined that the noise came from a generator, which had been acting up due to bad weather. So it sounded like gunshots, and she apparently was wailing about it. So. Yeah, I had no idea that she was that nautical. Yeah, apparently that's the case. All right, the Bahamian politician whose declaration of a false verdict led to a mistrial in John Travolta's extortion cases apologized for his actions. Oh, the, the guy who was trying to extort John Travolta? No, no. no. The, the, the politician whose declaration of a false verdict who caused... Oh! Remember, oh, the guy came right. out and said that they're going to find him not guilty. Right, screwed up the uh, the trial. Well, his name is Picewell Forbes. and These oh, names are unbelievable. Geez. I know. Yes, he's this along. Spicewell Forbes. He's along with Ter uh, Torino Lightborn and Pleasant Bridgewater. He'll get you safely to the Millennium Falcon. Uh, Picewell Forbes said at a brief press conference on Tuesday, "My statements. I don't like you." Be <laughs> <laughs> careful. Uh, my statements were reckless and interfered with the course of justice. We don't serve Bahamians in here. <laughs> in that case, and uh, we're further capable of bringing disre disrepute. Disrepute. To the whole administration of justice. Uh, Forbes had been ordered to appear in court today where he could be held in contempt. A retrial for the case is scheduled for early next year. So, so this thing, so this thing won't be done b before the holidays? No. Uh, yeah. No, next year. Next year is when they're going to get that. And they yeah. have to, the poor family has to, just to go keep through going it through it. Yeah, yep. it's horrible for them. Uh, Lindsay Lohan reportedly secured a new job overseas. Oh, no. <laughs> now what? At a Los Angeles event earlier this week, the 23-year-old starlet told Extra, I'm going to India soon before Thanksgiving. Uh, we're hoping to go, and I'm doing a documentary for the BBC network. Now, I don't How much do you want to make a bet that she shows up dressed as an American Indian? <laughs> yeah, you know, you're yeah. right. I thought that's where they came from. Uh, but it does not indicate whether the documentary is about her or if she is directing it's the about documentary. Whores who travel around the world. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't know if she's a producer for this thing or you know somehow or another involved in it. Uh, you know from behind the scenes or not. Why so, would they do a documentary about her in India? I don't know. She's going to be doing sense. some pole dancing in Calcutta, yeah. right? <laughs> so dog yeah. millionaire. We'll look for some, what'd you say? A slut dog millionaire. Slut dog millionaire, possibly. Uh, You're very, very horny looking. Listen to this. Hulk Hogan is heading back into the ring. Oh, mistake. This yeah. is according to PerezHilton.com. They report that the uh, the wrestler turned reality star has joined TNA Wrestling, the new organization created by Spike TV. In a statement, Hogan said, my fans have been asking me to return to the business for My fans have been asking me to return. For many Brother. years on a full-time basis, but the timing or the opportunity has never been right until now. His fake hair is going to fall off. Uh, TNA Wrestling is a great company with an already excellent fan base and business. I firmly believe now is the time for TNA to jump to the next level in their development, and I'm here to make sure that it's a reality. Wow, is that kind of a slap in the face to Vince McMahon? I don't because know. that's that's where he built his fortune, right? With yeah. the WWE? Yeah. At that time, the WWF? I can't see him wrestling anymore. No. I see him being a commentator or cooking. something like that. Or cooking, yeah. maybe. The what you do is you, you, take the, uh, you take the sugar and lightly sprinkle it on top. Brother. Uh, either that or, or maybe he'll be like a manager or something like that. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know, but uh, he's going back to work. Uh, and then one more quick thing. Nicole Richie is not as popular as everyone thought. People Magazine reports that last week's magazine cover featuring the former reality star and her newborn son was one of the worst-selling issues of the year. She's on another cover now, too. Her and, uh, is she with Joel or Benji? I can't remember. I think remember. she's with uh, Benji. Yeah. There's a cover of them well, you know about how she's taken his last name. And Honestly, she should. She might even be proud of that because she she is just being a normal person and trying I to agree. be a mom. Yeah, and so and, and those issues sell really well when there's a lot of scandal going on, and you know they're doing terrible things. So she's doing nice things. It's a it's a pleasant picture of a uh, of a mother who apparently likes motherhood, and, that, and it's not selling. And it's a cute kid. And I'm she's sorry. with she's with Joel Casey. She's with Joel. Oh, Joel. Okay. All right, all right. I, I was in my Acme the other night. And you own an Acme? No, <laughs> my local Acme. Oh, awesome. uh, so. You own a church? <laughs> <laughs> but there were there were three covers that I was like, what the hell are these people? doing on the covers of magazines it was her and, and joel on one britney spears and her new boyfriend who i have no idea yeah. who that guy is right and then that. kendra wilkinson on another and i'm like really kendra gets a cover of that's a because nobody else wants to see john and kate anymore or yeah. Lindsay lohan you know what i mean so they're <clears throat> probably trying to find other things to put on the cover the to next try piece to sell. Of, right magazine fodder Yep, exactly. Uh, but anyhow, uh, they reportedly paid her a fee in the mid-six figures for the uh, exec exclusive snaps. Wow. Uh, but there's a report that the issue uh, barely sold one million copies, even though they moved 1.4 million a week on average. Town Talk does a million, too. <laughs> so they were not able to really get anything out of that. All right, we are now going to do the clip. Oh, yeah! And uh, we're going to start with one uh, from John Cusack. Uh, he is in the new film 21, or not 21, 12, it's a Rush song and album. <laughs> wow, they did that too. Dude, I would, that would make a great yeah. movie. 2010? 2012. 2012? Is the new 2012. film. 2012. From Ronald Emmerich, who brought us a day after tomorrow, and John Cusack talks about the doomsday flick in this. Here we go. It's basically uh, that the Mayan prophecy of 2012 is going to come through and that there's actually a scientific due date on it like there's actually going to be an event that happens that coincides with the prediction of the end of the world at 2012 <laughs> watched on demand you, there's a, an extended trailer it's like six minutes long it's actually pretty cool you basically see los angeles going into, into the, the ocean. ocean the effects are are yep. awesome the, the question is is that all it is yeah. well hey man yeah. people love transformers too which yeah. effects wise was an amazing movie but Plot wise and story wise, it was uh, less than subpar. You need you need the brilliant script of uh, something like the day after. Yeah, yeah. yeah my guess, Casey, is that six minutes is probably going to suffice. <laughs> you, you probably don't need to go waste your time in the theater. It. You think so? Yeah. Well, I, I watched that, and then there was also all these like um, these blogs by Woody Harrelson's character, who is you know a doomsday sayer. Okay. Um, which and you re are you getting into this now? Well, are you buying into this? Uh, that part I thought was a little lame. The the, the Woody Harrelson stuff, but. I'm going to go see this. I, right. I'm, I'm very interested in this. All right, and then I got one more clip that I want to run by you. And Sandra Bullock. Just a, just a random clip from Kathy's favorite actress. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, she's accomplished a lot in her life, and she talks about why she works hard at reaching her goals. Here we go. Yeah, I wish I had done X, Y, and Z. I hope to God I'm not on my deathbed wishing I'd done something. Uh, that would That would break my heart. Shut the f*** <laughs> Thank you. She's in the new uh, film, uh, The Blind Side, which hits theaters on November 20th. Is that like, supposed to be a heartwarming family story? I have no it's gonna idea. It's going to suck anyway. About. Yeah. Never heard of it. Neither have I. And there you go. That's what I have uh, in the entertainment stuff for you. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
Yo, 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 this song is for all the Yankees and your fans out there. Yeah, what you can take it to the bankies that your asses will get spankies. New York fans will need some hankies. The Yankees moms are filthy skankies with breath all gross and stankies. Their boobs are long and lankies and their heinies dark and dankies. Y'all are like babies who are crankies, dirty diapers that are stankies. We'll wrap you in your blankies, give your bottom a little spankies, feed you some beans and frankies, and milk for you two drankies. You may be number one in all the rankies, but no more Yankee my wankies. We're not here for hanky pankies. We'll have the Yankees walk the plankies for one-eyed willies and all the fillies. Let's talk about the fillies. I shout it from the hillies to all the bobs and billies and all the Janes and Jillies, the world champions are the Phillies. Certified with no frillies. All the players have met skillies. Not one weakness, no Achilles. Eats at Fridays, never chillies. Loved by Jennifer and Lou Tillies. Cooking Yankees on their grillies. Smelling fresh like tiger lilies. One year later, we are stillies. The world f- Champions. Yeah. All right, so here's what we would like to do. We'd like to give away tickets for the game tonight and a ride up to New York for game number two of the World Series. Here's what we've done, and uh, we have charged Nick, easily the most knowledgeable in the team, uh, here to come up with a player at random that he has chosen throughout the entire history of the franchise. The franchise is how old? 1883 was their first 1883, year. 1883, okay. So it could be anybody from 1883 up to 2009, and it's just a, a player that Nick has chosen at random. All you have to do is guess who it is and listen. As we go along, we'll start to give you some clues and narrow it down a little bit. But you never know. You might just pick it right out of the air. You technically have a shot. And get the person yep. on the first try. And all you have to do is do that, and you will win the tickets. 215-263-WMMR. While we're getting calls coming in, Kathy, you wanted to mention oh, yes. a charity event that's coming up tonight. Yes, you guys remember... I remember back in June, uh, in front of the Kimmel Center, a taxi cab drove up onto the sidewalk and hit some pedestrians right yes. in front of the, the Kimmel Center. Yeah. Well, uh, a friend of mine, it was uh, her dad was there, and her dad had to have his leg amputated because of that accident. It's Al Halbert, uh, and he his nickname is Bunky, and uh, he's with the union IATSE Local 8 Stagehands, and they're hosting a benefit for him tonight from 6 to 9 at the Academy of Music. Uh, tickets are $50, and it's open bar, food, DJ, silent auction, and the Phillies game will be on. Uh, so if, you, you know, if you're down in the city, you don't have anything to do tonight. Uh, this is something cool to do, and you can go to IATSE8.com for more information. Alright, cool. Thank you, Kath. Uh, let's see. Once again, anybody, uh, anybody that you want to guess the history of the Phil's team, just give us a name. We'll tell you whether you are right or wrong. Uh, let's take uh, put eight callers up, alright? Eight callers. And, and uh, we'll, we'll take a stab at that. And then after that, I believe... We're going to get to the chainsaw wake-up call. Oh. Our first chainsaw wake-up call. Always a very exciting thing. Yeah, so we're going to do a couple Or at least of we're hoping. Yeah, we hope. You yeah. never know. Uh, all right, so anyhow, uh, let's see if we can give away tickets and a trip to the World Series tonight. To the calls, we are going to go. I have uh, Brian on the line. Brian, how you doing? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Brian, who do you think is the uh, random ball player? 
Is it Lenny Dykstra? It is not Lenny Dykstra. That is incorrect. Sorry, He's uh, in some financial trouble now, isn't he, uh, Mr. Dykstra? Yeah. Substantial yeah. financial trouble. Oh, yeah. yeah, he had started to, uh, apparently he tried to start a magazine for higher-end uh, people, uh, like with yeah, the, like, you know, corporate jets, yeah. right, right. like that information on, on what big spenders might want to know as far as, to, you know, purchasing goods and stuff. Exactly. And he was borrowing money to uh, to Dude. finance that. <laughs> and it didn't go and so well. And it didn't go over well. well. Too well. And, and I think he, didn't he like borrow money with like no intentions of paying anyone back or just kind of like he ignored just, the fact that he owed people money? He would literally just refuse to write checks. And, and I'm not exaggerating. I believe there are currently 24 lawsuits against the man. <laughs> and he's calling all of them crooks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, well, it just depends on your vantage point. Right. right. Let's go to another caller. I've got uh, Jessica on the line. Hey, Jessica, how you doing? All right, how are you? Good, Jessica. Which uh, Philly are you going to guess? Mike Schmidt. No, it's not oh. Mike Schmidt. Oh. Incorrect, but good try. Let me go to Matt next. Hey, Matt. You're doing it, Roy. You're <laughs> doing it, Roy. All right, Matt, do you happen to have a guess as to who the player is? Yes, I do. I believe it is Juan Samuel. Juan Samuel. No. no. Sammy. Incorrect, my friend. Thank you very much. Let me go to Steve next. Hey, Steve. Gabba, gabba. Hey, rocka, rocka, do. Hey. Rocka, rocka, do. Not to Pierre. Steve, what's your guess? Art Mahaffey. No. No. Incorrect. I, I like it. I like where people are going, though. Who did he say? Art Mahaffey. Wow. You remember. No. <laughs> no. I still have the Mahaffey jersey. Yeah, I, wore, I wore it last week. <laughs> Big fan. And listen, it could be a player that you've never heard of. It Who absolutely knows? can be. Uh, let me go to Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Kim. Do you happen to know who the player is? I Red Donahue. What's that? Red Donahue. Red Donahue. Red Donahue. Incorrect. Uh, let me go next to Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, how you doing? Good, Dave. Pick a Philly. Get the tickets. Who do you think it is? Um, Robin Roberts. Robin no. Roberts. Nope. Sorry about that. All right, two more callers for now. If we don't get it, we'll do it in another break and maybe even give you a clue on top of that. Let me go to uh, Krista. Hi there, Krista. Hi. Hi, Krista. We got a trip to give away to the World Series tonight. Who's yeah. the player? Darren Dalton. Darren Dalton. Dutch. No. Dutton. In. No, no, that Dutton. is incorrect. Uh, let me go to Corey then. Hey, Corey. Hi. You're, you are our last caller. Who Hi. is the player? I'm going to say Chico Gonzalez. No. No, not Chico Gonzalez. Incorrect. Thank you, though, Corey. Thanks. All right. See, people are smattering. It's a smattering between the very well-known and the obscure. And that's Absolutely. kind of the way to do it, at least right now. All right. So if you're listening along, you can cancel out some of these guesses already. Don't use your chance to uh, to win these tickets by guessing something that's already been guessed. PhillyTailgate.com, by the way, and Pepsi, the official sponsor of Major League Baseball, supplying this trip for us. Uh, and we will give it away this morning, no matter what. The uh, As we go further along, if we don't get anybody, the clues will become more and more obvious. And uh, you'll have a chance to win. But stay with this because I'd hate for you to miss out on That's your right. opportunity. Uh, do we want to try the chainsaw wake-up call? I think we should. Okay. It's uh, right. a holiday tradition. Yep. And uh, <laughs> you never know how it's going to go. Yep. And uh, let me see. Is, uh, is this uh, stop number one that we're doing in Folsom? Okay. Let me read you the email uh, that was uh, sent in to us. We asked for people to uh, get in touch with us if there's someone in their household uh, who refuses to get up in the morning, who's a heavy sleeper. It's a pain in the ass to try to get someone up. Keeps hitting the snooze button, just can't wake up. We wanted to wake them up in fine fashion. And uh, who has set us up this morning, Casey, by the way, with our chainsaw? Uh, that would be the Bates Motel. Randy Bates! Yeah! yeah. Perform. Randy! All right, and uh, awesome hayride over there. He's got one of his characters with the chainsaw all set to go. And uh, here is the email that came from Laura, who lives in Folsom. It says, "Hey guys, my niece Brittany, who is 13 years old, uh -oh. oh boy, has the worst time waking up in the morning for school. 
Uh, my sister usually wakes up around 6 a.m. and starts to get up at 6.15. It's at least 20, a 20-minute 20 process, uh, but something tells me you guys will be able to speed that up. I would love for you guys to come and scare the living crap out of her before school. Of course, she wouldn't like it, but I would love it. And that's from Laura. And may I point out... That it's so cloudy that in the house right now, it will still be dark. Oh, yes, yeah. it will be. Uh, and this may freak the hell out of her out. Okay. What our, what 13-year-old girl wouldn't love to be woken up this way? <laughs> our our good friend uh, Brent Porsche is yeah. on the line. Yeah, and uh, Brent, who you hear uh, weekends here on MMR, is going to take care of this for us. Are you inside the house now, Brent? Not yet. We're standing outside the front door. we got the family out here. We've uh, accrued quite an audience, seeing that we have us to do with the bike mask on running up and down the street with his chainsaw so all right uh, let me just say for the record that i would be pissed if this was happening to me right now go sure ahead. now imagine if you were a 13 year old girl and this was happening yeah, yeah. exactly uh, so are you guys ready to go well a question brent did uh did they warm up the chainsaw first because i'd hate for him to get in there and do like 10 pulls and it doesn't start yeah we had a couple of the neighbors outside wondering who the guy is in the letter mask with the letter mask <laughs> and the chainsaw up and down the street yeah we fired it up so we should be good to go well what okay. we're going to need for you to do is to is to take us right up to the door give us a three two one count and then uh and then wake Brittany up in fine fashion yeah okay you and then uh, be, mom first and uh yeah you know yeah, we'd well, love to. There, yeah. and by the way brent Yes. Brett, beforehand, it sounds like your cell phone might break up a little bit, so don't get too close to the chainsaw because I wouldn't want it to overmodulate and we won't be able to hear it. Okay, cool. No sweat. So with me right now, I got Laura. Okay. She's uh, Brittany's mom. Okay. She's going to tell you about the uh, process. I'm sorry, her aunt. And she's going to talk about the process of waking Brittany up here. Hang on. Okay, got it. Hello? Hey, Laura. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So Brittany's a, a real bitch to get up in the morning, huh? Uh, yeah, it takes her forever. She's like the heaviest sleeper. Really? And uh, is this like every day you have a hard time oh, getting her? Every day. It's like a 20 minute process. Okay. Now, okay. is she, what, how about like scary movies and things? Do, do they kind of freak her out a little bit? They freak her out, but she kind of like loves it. Like she goes to all the haunted houses and watches all the movies. Oh, awesome. Freaks her out a little awesome bit. because then she'll know exactly how to react to a dude with a chainsaw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. What do you think she's going to do? You think she'll be a screamer? I think she's going to scream bloody murder. Okay. Do you have any heart medication there by any chance? Any <laughs> nitroglycerin pills? <laughs> no. All right. All right. Well, let's give this a try. Let's hand the phone back over to Brent. Let's see how this plays out, Laura. Okay? Okay. By the way, we're getting this on video. Yes, we are. Okay, guys. Here we go. We're All right, Brent. Now. Okay. It'd be nice and quiet going up to the door, although she is a heavy sleeper. So. Give us give us a three, two, one. Yeah, three, okay. two, one, and then kick the door in. We're in the house. Okay. We're about to walk up the steps here. Chainsaw first agent. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the house is definitely still dark. Good, good. All right, we're, we're standing outside the bedroom door. You know what we always end up whispering to here. Two, one, go. <laughs> Where are you, Brent? I'm standing outside the bedroom right now. I'm looking at it. Her face is all red. <laughs> is she awake? I can't, we can't make out what she's saying. Let, let, let's talk to her, Brent. Okay, hang on one second. Here's the 
it's Brittany. Here's Preston and Steve. Say hi. Hello. Hey, Brittany, good morning. It's a chainsaw wake-up call. Yeah. <laughs> we got your ass out of bed this morning. Hey. <laughs> your Aunt Laura says it's hard to get you up in the morning for school. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And uh, do you think this uh, indeed woke you up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened as you were sleeping there? Tell me what you experienced. Oh, I thought someone was coming through the window. You oh. thought someone was coming oh. through the window? Oh, no. Yeah. This is really not... <laughs> and then... <laughs> She's 13, for Christ's sake. Did the chainsaw wake you up? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> were you a little nervous? Yeah, because I thought someone was coming through the window, and then I, like, did it under my blanket. <laughs> Under a blanket. Oh, that'll protect you, the blanket. Yeah, of against course. the chainsaw. Cover up the blanket yeah. and the chainsaw won't rip through it. Well, listen, you got to go to school, young lady. So get up, get set to go, and get out of there, okay? Okay. All right. Let, hey, let's talk to your Aunt Laura, okay? Laura! <laughs> All right, hate your guts. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear or not, but can you hear the trembling in her voice? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys? Yeah. She's it, like gasping. She's breathing, but she's barely breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love it, man. Do I we, think child welfare services are going to be coming yeah, by later I, on. No, right. When I saw 13 years old, I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> That's perfect. Hang on a sec. I'll get Laura for you. Hey, All Laura. Right. She downstairs. She's downstairs. <laughs> she's making <laughs> breakfast. She yeah. already read. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Laura's Preston Season. Hello. Right. Laura. Hi. Hi. How did it go? Oh, my God. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen her this awake this early in the morning? Um, No. I wish I could do this all the time. You know, yeah. Pick yourself up a chainsaw. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. And they don't, they don't have a snooze button. No. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you may want to check the bed sheets and make sure that it's dry, okay? Yeah, I'll leave that to my sister. Yeah. All right, all right, awesome. All right, well, thanks for sending that in, Laura, and get Brittany off to school, okay? Thank you. All right, uh, can we talk to Brent again, please? Sure, hold on. All right. And Brent's got another stop. Yes, he does. See if he can make it there in time. We're going to talk to you again. Hello? Oh, no, no, no. no. We wanted, to talk to Brent. we wanted to talk to Brent, not Hello. Brittany. I just want to die. It's me again. Brittany, can you give the phone to Brent? Brent. He sees the hairy looking dude. We just woke her up with a chainsaw. She doesn't know who Brent is. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. 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 Would you adult people stop torturing me? <laughs> All right, Brent, so we got another stop for the Chainsaw Wake Up call for you, right? Yeah, we're off to media now, so uh, media people beware. All, All right, right, beautiful. Head on the way. Give us a call when you get there, all right? Sounds good, guys. All, all right, Brent totally. Porsche, our good friend, and yeah. the Chainsaw yeah. Wake Up call. Yeah. And our friends at the Bates Motel. We got two more stops that we'll do this morning, a tradition that we have on uh, Halloween. President Steve Rock on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> All right, let's give these tickets away. Yeah, let's do it right now. And this uh, this trip does include not only a uh, ride up to the ballpark with uh, tons of other Phillies fans and tickets to the game, but also the tailgate party that will take place beforehand and live music and uh, you know beverages and snacks and all that stuff. It's a full package a deal, man. Yeah. And I love this. Uh, so let's figure out. Who this person is that we have chosen from the history of the team. We're going to go to Shane. Hey, Shane, how you doing? 
How you doing, guys? Gadzooks. Shane, do you happen to know who we are looking for? Uh, Chuck Klein. Chuck Klein. No. no. Incorrect. Let me go next to Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Preston. Hey, Joe. What player are we looking for? Uh, I'm trying to get inside Nick's head. It's got to be somebody obscure but with a cool name. So I'm going to say Sixto Lescano. <laughs> wow. One of my favorites, but... Oh, incorrect, my friend. But that's, that's the way to do it. Think about, uh, yeah, you may want to think about how Nick might go about this. Think, uh, think, to, think of someone who's, who looks very attractive, very, uh, yeah. uh, might appeal to a latent homosexual. Yeah, Let me yeah. go to Kirk. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? Ah, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. Ah, all right, Kirk, what's the answer? I'm going to go with the guy who holds the record for the most tobacco stains on a uniform and say Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> oh, wow. Already guessed. Already been guessed. Yeah. Pay attention, yeah. man. Don't waste your guess on someone that's already been guessed. Let me go to Rosemary. Hey, Rosemary. Uh, how about Bobby Wine? Oh. No. Incorrect. Thank you very much. I got Lou next. Hey, Lou. Hey. Hey, what's up, Lou? Nothing. It's uh, Richie Ashburn. Richie Ashburn. Ashburn. No. Okay. You know what? I will. I will give you. This is not really a clue, uh, but this will kind of narrow it down a little bit. Somebody uh, emailed me and asked if uh, this includes managers. No. These are players. These are active players. Now, right. if they have gone on to manage the team, yes, and they were a former player. Well, no, only for the Phillies. If, you, if yeah, they ever yeah. actually played for the Phillies, that's it. That's uh, that's what we're looking for. Let me go to Pete next. Hey, Pete. Hey, how you doing? Good. How about Steve Carlton? Steve Carlton is incorrect. Uh -huh. All right, I got two more guesses for now. If we don't get it right, we're going to give away a clue on the next round, which is not too far away at all. Let me go to Chris next. Hey, Chris. Hey, Gadzooks. 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 Chris. All right, what player are we looking for? How about John Crook? No. John Crook. Incorrect. And then the last call for now. Hey, Chuck, how are you? What's up? You guys rock. Thanks, hey, Chuck. Hey, All right, so name the player, give the tickets. Uh, Mickey Morandini. No. Ooh. Mickey Morandini. <laughs> I always loved hearing Harry say Turn that. Turn a triple play. Yeah. Uh, thank but you no. very much. But that is incorrect. And uh, we still have these up for grabs. So we'll do another round in just a little while. Get yourself set for that. I just want to remind you once again tonight, yes, we do have a party plan. And we are going to be at Mad River in Maniunk. And uh, there is, uh, there's no cover. Party starts at 8. We got $500 for the best costume. We'll have the game on. Mad River, by the way, has an awesome setup for watching. Watching, it's fantastic. Uh, watching games there. They have uh, actually they have TVs in every booth, and we will have uh, yeah. tickets for the Pearl Jam show, the final Pearl Jam show at the Spectrum to give away too. And uh, we have uh, what first one hundred in costume get uh, get your first Bud Light for free, and then two dollar you call it captains from nine to eleven. And can I give away some of these VIP yes, you tickets? Can. All right, yeah. here's, here's what I like to do. We do have the Captain Morgan VIP zone at the party, and uh, you get some goodies that come along with that. Now I'll, I'll take two callers right now. Yes. It's free to get in, but we'll give you an extra loving care Yes, if you win these. So we'll take the 13th and 14th caller. These are not for Phillies tickets, okay? <laughs> this is for the party tonight at Mad River. I just want to be clear Shut on that. In, uh, in Maniac. So uh, we hope you'll come out and join us. Even though the game is on tonight, we're going to be watching it. We're going to be partying all together at the same time. Love to have you there. We are going to take a break. Nick, this uh, picture that you have on the screen in front of me, what is this? That is the quote. Uh, a listener put it together, and uh, it's just a real simple design of uh, the quote that you read from the listener from Australia yesterday about a, a champion team always beating a team of champions. Can people print this up? And they can print it up. It's on uh, the new PrestonandSteve.com. It's also on WMMR.com, as are uh, the songs performed by uh, Gorillaadelphia, uh, the in-studio version that they did yesterday and the um, studio version that they performed and sent to Jackson and, and us to play. So, And I'm getting requests for Casey's song as well. Yes, I've just gotten that, uh, and please be 
bear with me for, for posting things on the website. It's a new system, and I'm learning it, and it's a long week, and I'm tired. <laughs> uh, but, but I think I'm getting the hang of it, so uh, I'll be posting stuff and more and more. And if you have any feedback about the website, uh, the new website on PrestonSD.com, let me know, because we want to make it as cool and as interactive and listener-friendly as possible. Yeah, the, then the feedback helps. It yeah. definitely helps. Yeah, definitely this thing's cool. To it. Print this up. A champion team will always beat a team of champions, and that's in regard to the, the Yankees, you know? Yeah. And, and they're high, highfalutin, high-dollar <laughs> players. Yeah. Uh, this is really uh, a cool-looking sign. It says World Series. It's got the official logo, and then go Phillies at the bottom, and it's uh, right at the uh, uh, the outfield wall. So uh, take a look at that on uh, PrestonSteve.com. Download that thing, print it up, and hang it up. And by the way, today is the one-year anniversary of the Phillies winning the World Series. Hey! Wow, man. That's when they did it. Yep, exactly. So hopefully a repeat. They did it! That was recorded one year ago today. Audio gold. Just, Wait, just I, now your throat stopped bleeding. May I ask you, where were you in Chickies and Pete's? Where, where? Uh, I was to, when you walk in, I was to the left. and um, At the, the bar? Uh, no, there's a there's a long line of tables yeah. that are uh, sort of up against the window. It's a uh, raised area. Yeah. And uh, I was watching the game there, and it was uh, an absolutely packed place. Were you sitting at a table? Or I was, you? yeah. I was okay. with my, my buddy Stu, and uh, we, we were just hanging out. And it was, it was if, if you couldn't be in the building at um, the ballpark, it was maybe the second best place to be. That and McFadden's and are just awesome places to watch games. When you when you screamed, they did it. I like uh, were you? They did it. Were you were you arm in arm with anybody? Or? Uh, probably. Uh, well, I don't. You know, we just high fiving everybody. It, you know what? <laughs> It's such a communal thing, and and I was high fiving and hugging people last night at Pearl Jam. We were getting score updates, so I'm sure that they, it was just the. They, do we have the whole clip of me saying it somewhere? We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. dig but it Nick, up. That was, I mean, it was so loud in Chickies that it wasn't right. like people were turning and staring at you, right? It was everybody was. Uh, no, maybe who knows? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I I don't. I didn't care. You know, everybody. Well, it was also the assless chaps. Yeah, 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 and I thought that that yeah. was appropriate. It was almost yeah. Halloween. Um, but you know, everybody around me was probably yelling. Just as loudly as I was, but I happen to have a microphone. Well, Nobody yells as loudly <laughs> right. as but you do, Nick. Collectively. Nobody. But you can hear people in the back. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of drown them out. They did it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if I'll be able to come close to that level of excitement. It was and, so genuine. Yeah. It, was, it was the first time, you know, I don't know. We'll and it, you know, it was lightning in a bottle and whatever yeah, else. But, yeah. uh, you know, last night was pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Preston and Steve Rock on 93.3 WMMR. That ball is hit down the right field line into the corner. Back at the track, it is 1-0 Phillies. Utley goes deep, and Philadelphia strikes first in game one. So that led to my kids asking me, Daddy... What's a stud? <laughs> I mean, he's a stud. He's the man. Just un I was just screaming at the top of my lungs. It was so he awesome. It off. He, yeah. And he whacked yeah, it absolutely. off. Absolutely. Oh man, that was just supreme last night. And by the way, we have in their house is is really was was so awesome about it. Especially <sighs> yes. since there had been that trash talking. Yep, exactly. And, and regardless, of, you know, and I'm sure many, you know, the the hubris is there. I'm sure. Many New York fans thought it was going to be a sweep, you yep. know? Oh, absolutely. You knew it. The majority the of pomposity. them were, were calling for a sweep. Yeah. We're calling for a four-game series. But not so much. Yep. Uh, and by the way, this is last year. This is Nick. We have the full clip okay. at Chickies and Pete's of you making the call. Here we go. One more out. <laughs> Strike two.
2008 World Series. That's it. That was it. That's all we got nice. from Nick after that. <laughs> and then they buried you. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, all right. Well, let's see if we can uh, relive some of that magic and get some callers on the line and give away this trip from phillytailgate.com and Pepsi tonight to New York. That's transportation to and from. That's the tailgate party beforehand. Uh, food and beverage, all that stuff taken care of. All you have to do is guess the player that we have randomly chosen from the entire history of the franchise. Get it right, and you're on your way. The only clue that we have so far, he bats lefty. All right, bats lefty. 215-263-WMMR, the number. All right, eight guesses. Let me go to Rob. Hey, Rob, how you doing? What's up, Gatsu? Gatsu, Rob. All right, what player are we looking for? I'm just going to take a shot and say Bake McBride. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bake no. McBride. McBride. No, not him, though. Incorrect. Thank you, though. All right, let me go to Ron next. Hey, Ron. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Uh, Ron, you got an answer for us. Is it uh, Pete Rose? Pete Rose. <laughs> we were we were wondering if that would have been the first guess. No, it's not Pete Rose. Sorry, man. All right, let me go to Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, Matt Damon. Oh, Matt yeah. Damon. Uh, is, is that, that your answer? answer? Never played for the Bills. <laughs> right, Paul, what's the answer? Napoleon LaJoy. Wow, that's a great guess. That's incorrect. Okay. Sorry. All right, let me go next to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yo, you guys rock. Thanks, oh! Mike. All right. This guy bats lefty. Who is he? I'm going to say Vaughn Hayes. No. Oh. My haze is incorrect. Let me go next to... I love these names. Hey, again. John, how are you? Good. Yankee sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. John, what's your guess? Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto. No, that's incorrect. Uh, Rizzuto. What, what's that? Rizzuto. Rizzuto. <laughs> All right, let me go to Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey, you guys are awesome. Thank hey. you, man. We appreciate it, Ron. What's your answer, man? Win these uh, tickets. Uh, Hold on. We had to start our computer. Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, what's your... <laughs> That's what you call subliminal product placement. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Ron? I'm going to go with Jim Eisenreich. No. Oh. He's got Tourette's, right? He does. All right. And currently works for Microsoft. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, let me go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Mark, what's your answer? Larry Boa. No. Larry Boa. That is incorrect. All right, last guess for now. And if you don't get it right, we'll have a clue on the next round of guesses. I've got uh, Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, oh! man. Jay. One name and you get this trip. What's your guess? How about Dick Allen? Dick no. Allen. No. Sorry, man. That was Sorry. a request. All right, so we'll do we'll do another round in uh, just a little while. So get yourself prepared for that. And it is, of course, by our friends at phillytailgate.com. They present uh, all these things that are happening involved with the, with the game. Tailgate parties, trips to and from. They'll have stuff here in Philly as well. And Pepsi, the official sponsor of Major League Baseball. All right, Case, uh, give me some uh, uh, mood music here because I think we are going to try... Another run. Do you want to do this? Uh, you want to do this now? Yeah, we, uh, I think we should. Chainsaw wake up call. Stop number two. This is a service that we provide for the narcoleptic. Yeah, that is correct. And uh, let me see. I have to find my emails. Because what uh, color coded clip? These are not color coded clips. Oh. oh, that's why I can't find them. Uh, that's no, it. I just kind of. I would say something. Uh, mauve would be nice. You think so? <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> Kathy and I could work as your interior decorator. Yeah, if you want. I have so much paperwork around here, oh, dude. I may have thrown them away. I hope oh, not. Man. You want mine? Here, here you go, are. Preston. Oh, oh, dude, dude, I did throw them away. Spilled coffee all over. Oh, 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 oh
It's better than a paperclip. It's coffee. All right, anyway, uh, this was from... Yeah, uh, pour coffee on your emails now. This is a stop in media, and this is from Andra Burry, A-N-D-R-A, I guess, Andra. That works for me. Uh, and it says, hey, you guys rock. I wanted to put in my request again for this year for the Chainsaw Wake Up Call for my now 17-year-old son, John. He's put me through hell and back for the past five years, and I would like nothing better than to get even. We have been in and out of truancy court. Wow. And he just absolutely refuses to get up in the morning. Uh, I've even gotten to the point where I have friends roll him out of bed for school. And I do mean literally mattress and all. I hope that you will consider us as one of your stops. Andra, Andra, whatever it's called. Hey, Andra oh, Burry, I would let say. Me, let me get to uh, Brent Porsche, who's on location. Brent, are you there? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm here. All right, cool, man. So um, it sounds like this guy uh, is going to be tough to get up if people have to literally roll him out of bed. And the best part is, is he didn't go to bed till 4 o'clock this morning. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. <laughs> So and we we understand that that he is uh, he's been to truancy court because of missed uh, classes. Yeah, he doesn't have to be to school until eleven o'clock in the morning, and he's always late, and he doesn't even have to really show up because he's seventeen. But eleven. Uh, they've actually uh, actually have Andre right here, but she told me that uh, she actually had to hire a service. Not just to his friends, but a service to come to their place to actually get him out of bed oh to get him God. to school. That's that's nightmarish. That's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of. Uh, yeah, can me. we can we say hi to Andra real quick? Yeah, here, hang on one sec. Okay. Good morning, guys. You hey, guys rock. Thank you, Andra. Rock All right. So you you like Brent said, you've had to hire a service to wake this kid up. Um. Yes. Actually, the school that he goes to, he goes to Pencrest High School. They hired a service to to come out and get him up in the morning. He's he's. Nocturnal. He stays up all night, and then he won't get up in the morning. He's a that, raccoon. Are you are you at work? Is that why? Do you have to leave for work? So you need someone to wake him? Um, well, no, yeah. Um, I have to leave for work at like seven o'clock in the morning. So I have friends come in to you know try and get him up, or service to come in to try and get him up. So, so I, I assume standard alarm clocks and plenty of them still wouldn't make a difference. Oh, makes no difference in the world. Okay. Is, is is he a bad kid? Is he in trouble a lot? Um, he's in trouble for stupid things. Um, I'll put it to you this way. When I told the media police last night, they were laughing that we were doing this. <laughs> so they know him. Yes. God. Yeah. Is there a chance that he might actually try to punch out the guy wielding the chainsaw this uh, morning? Yes, he is trained in karate. Oh, so I did God. Him. <laughs> she had to warn our chainsaw guy. All right. All right. Well, maybe well, we should use a real chainsaw on this one. I cannot wait for this. All right. Can you hand the phone back to uh, Brent real quick, please? Uh, here you go. All right. Thank you. All right, so I have one hand on the phone and the other hand on my crotch here. <laughs> so you don't get kicked in the nuts. I don't get kicked in the nuts, so we're, we're going in the door here. All right, All right. and this is, uh, what's his name, by the way, John? John, yeah. Okay, okay. we're going to go wake up John. All right. in the apartment here. And, and by the way, this is, we have a, a, a guy in costume wielding a chainsaw. We're going to kick down the door, go in and get scared the living crap out of him. He's got a spiked kid. mask on, too. Okay. So we're inside the apartment now. We're going to make our way back to the bedroom. It's an apartment. The neighbors are going to love this. Oh, I know. There's babies crying and everything. This is great. Great. Yes. Great. We've terrorized a 13-year-old and infants in one morning. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're making our way down the hallway. We're getting closer to the bedroom. We are opening the door. Three, two, one. Now, go! <laughs> He's fighting him. Oh no! It's cool, man. It's cool. John, I got President Steve on the phone from MMR. Oh no! Guys, you want to talk to him? Here, hang on a sec. Here's John. He's a little worked. He's a little worked up. 
John. Hi, John. John. How you doing? Good. <laughs> John, did you just try to uh, to beat up our, our costume guy with the chainsaw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, your mom said that uh, they have a, a really tough time getting you up in the morning, so we thought this might be a quick way to move things along. Did you wake up quickly? Uh. <laughs> Notice these people never have more than no, one word no, answer. No, no, no. They've just been they... walking out of a dead sleep. Yeah. 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 I can do with a chainsaw. Yeah. What was your first thought, man? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't really thinking. I was just, like, reacting. What was your, what was your first move? Did you, was it a, uh, did you, did you go for the chainsaw or did you uh, go for his body? Oh. Uh, I was just like swinging for his face and trying to move the chainsaw. <laughs> trying to move the chainsaw. Oh. Listen to him. He's still in a dream yeah, state. Yeah. This guy is a heavy sleeper. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna go right back into a peaceful <laughs> sleep. Yeah. Right after this. Oh my god. Uh, well, listen, you gotta, you don't have school till uh, what, eleven o'clock? Uh, twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. How, How do you get what? that kind of schedule in school? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh. You know, John's what we call an overachiever. <laughs> you can tell. All right, all right well, this is your official chainsaw wake-up call, John. So go back to sleep now, all right? All right, all right let me let me talk to Brent, the guy who handed you the phone, all right? Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> so so he, I think he connected a couple times with Tim because he's got a, a leather mask on with a bunch of metal spikes. And uh, I think we have a, a couple wounds here. But, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> is anybody bloody? Uh, yeah, I think John uh, cut his finger up a little bit. We see some blood spots here and there, but oh, right? so I think everybody's okay. John John cut his hand punching the spiked glove, the spiked uh, mask. mask. All right. How's Tim? Yeah. Tim, how you doing, man? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of let go of the chainsaw. And, uh, he had the so chainsaw. I had to jump in to be the guy without the mask, and everything's cool. <laughs> I heard, I heard you. I heard you. It's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. Settle down. Settle down. It's cool. <laughs> nice instinct by John, though. Yeah. yeah, it was, and that's what I thought was going to happen. And again, that's why I was glad I was covering my. Uh, You're nuts. Before yeah. uh, he started wigging out. Hey, ask him what kind of discipline he's he's uh, training. What kind of martial arts he's uh, training? He's talk about right? your martial arts training. Um, uh, green belt. In, in what, in what, uh, discipline? Tang Sudo. Tang Sudo. Yeah. It's the one that allows you to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sleep, yeah. Uh, and, uh, were you, were you using some of what you learned, uh, to go after Tim, our chainsaw guy? Uh, not really. I was just <laughs> swinging. I didn't throw any knees or kicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, you're a good sport, John, but you got to start getting up, okay? Or else we'll do this more often. All right. All right, man. There you go. All right, James yeah. Outway here. Yeah. Call. That's a good one. John has uh, been broken out of his sleep at least for a few minutes. and uh, Got to punch a guy in a mask. <laughs> yep, and uh, Brent Porsche uh, taking care of that. Now, we have one more stop we're going to do before the morning's up. Yeah. Marissa, I think, or, or maybe we'll just have Brent. Send, we'll send Brent yeah. to do it, yeah. Uh, and that's a little bit closer to us in uh, Maniac, so we'll get to that uh, a little bit later on. We're going to have uh, Dominic Monahan on in just a few minutes, but before we get to that... Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the game last night. Uh, and before we do that, I got this email I, I meant to read a couple of days ago, but I thought you guys would dig this. It says, uh, hey, guys, uh, I have to tell you about this guy, Ryan Madsen. Uh, I am the dad of the handicapped boy that you guys mentioned during the Madsen interview. And I guess a lady saw Ryan give him his hat and hug him, and she emailed you guys. I just heard about the show and listened to the podcast with my wife, my son, and daughter. And I have to tell you that touching is not wor not a word that describes Ryan and his personality. 
Uh, you guys had a class act there. Uh, thanks for having the podcast available. It was truly, uh, it was truly special to me and my family. And it says sincerely, Jim, uh, uh, Melchiona, I think is how you say his last name or something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. He sent a picture of his son and everything. Oh, and wow. he said he, the, the, he's just, uh, just, just made his, he says, look uh, at a picture day. of him. He's a happy guy. Yeah. So that was so That's cool. awesome. Of Ryan to That's do something sweet. like that. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic. So. Hey, we didn't even have to use Madden in the game last night either. No, no, dude, Cliff Lee. Oh, how about that? Yeah. God Almighty, he was amazing. Woo! There was the a guy with, with with a mission. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He, and, he, and played it. He went the whole way, and I, and I was thinking the, the same thing that uh, I forgot which uh, NLCS game it was. Uh, Nick, where Pedro was having a great game. Two game two of the last series. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and he was pulled out of the game in the yeah. seventh inning. It was were like a two hit shutout, and I'm like, please do not take Cliff Lee out of this game. But he kept it so efficient. He really wasn't even throwing that many pitches. Yeah, uh, and it was so awesome uh, to see. A Rod strikeout oh. like that and three times, unreal. And then one time, it looked like he almost was going to fall over. He yeah, was, go right. was going for well, the he was yeah. swinging for the for yeah. the fences, you know. Yeah. Well, he had he had a lot of players off balance. You got a lot of really really talented hitters on that Yankee squad, and I you know I'm not going to get on my knees too much for those guys, but uh, but you know what what Lee did last night was so impressive because it was against this team. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I was just and. Normally, if it's a two-run game or a one-run game like it was for most of the game last night, they really didn't even open it up until the eighth inning. I get a little bit nervous, and and I had none of those nerves last night watching the game. Well, he uh, had, the only run he gave up was unearned in the ninth, and I think he's only given up two runs in the postseason. Uh, his ERA in the postseason is something like .5, and, you know... We we didn't quite know what we were going to get when we got him in the middle of the season, but how awesome is it that this guy's on our team? I mean, you uh, know, and he might pitch if it has to go seven. He could pitch game four. He could pitch game seven. I mean, and this is a he's a stud. Yeah, and I, we're we're just watching the video of him making the behind the back <laughs> grab. How awesome! Was, how awesome. magical was something like that to to just shut up the yeah, entire yeah, in front city. of a stadium full oh, of man. of uh, Yankees fans. Well, and a couple of times they said they were like, you know, the fans are quieting down. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. And hey, I, I actually have to uh to hats off to uh McCarver and Buck last night. They were they were not uh they, they were playing it down the middle and they were they were fair. They weren't not like last year when they were kind of jumping on the fills a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I felt it was it was fairly down the middle. The only problem is I want them to have a little excitement on both sides of the ball. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when you're calling a home run, call a home run. You know, right. it's it's not a double. Yeah, and and they're talking about how uh how the Yankees haven't allowed a home run in the playoffs in their own stadium. So, you know, Utley's two home runs were sort of big deals. And it's just they like, were. so underwhelming. Like, well, that's just what, the way they call it. In case, wasn't yeah. it the first, the Yankees in their, in their history at the, uh, the World Series have never lost the first game of a World Series? No, it was the first one in a long time. Okay. Uh, I think. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, because whatever it was, it was a, so a substantial. Yeah, there was a lot of stats and facts stats getting thrown out. Yeah. But whatever it was, it, it definitely set the tone. I do know that the Phillies have won game one of the last six series that they've played in the postseason. They obviously have won all of those series. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Casey, for keeping oh, me updated. You're welcome. Um, you, my brother Adam, my dad, and uh, and other friends were sending me texts throughout the game last night. I was really, really conflicted going into the game um, because I was at the Pearl Jam concert, and uh, but but Pearl Jam did a really cool thing. 
thing. They had a, a girl, a card girl, walking up on stage every 20, 15, 20 minutes with scores, letting the fans in the spectrum know that the Phillies were winning, you know, uh, inning after inning. Wow. It, it would have been a very different vibe had the Phillies been losing, but fortunately they weren't. Did you get any, any video last night? I took some, yeah. Okay, I, I have right. a cool little uh, flip video, but um, out of respect to our friends at Electric Factory Concerts, I won't be posting it. Okay. Uh, but when the uh, bootlegs are officially available, I, I'll put it up. <laughs> uh, you had you mentioned stats, and I find it so funny of, the, of some of the things that they dig up, especially when it comes to uh, you know championship series, series and whatnot. They're looking to just fill like crazy. But uh, I think there was one that when uh, Utley hit the second home run, uh, uh, McCarver had said, and of course his statistician hands him you know the information. But uh, it was the uh, second time only that a left-handed batter had hit a two home runs in a World Series against a left-handed pitcher but in Game One. The other one was Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth in nineteen twenty-nine. So I mean, yeah. dude, that is how many years? Somebody do the math because you know, it's a long time. time. It's a long, long time. time. Yeah. A substantial amount of time. Eighty, 80 years. Eighty years. Yeah. Eighty uh, years. I mean, that's sort of. And, and in fact, in the post-game interviews, Chase doesn't really get caught up in all that sort of stuff. But when the one girl threw that stat out there, he kind of was like. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, Not that it really mattered to him, but, you know, he actually, you know, was like, whoa, okay, I guess. He'd been kind of quiet in the postseason, too. Uh, they were talking about that going into the series, and, and Ryan Howard obviously was a stud in the uh, in the NLCS, and then the whole team had it contributed, you know, up and down, Raul and, and whomever else. But Chase had had, he wasn't terrible, but he hadn't had, an uh, you know, a breakout game, and then last night, two home runs. All right, here's something that I thought was kind of frightening last night as I saw a teaser uh, for the fact that uh, tonight's game, uh, Jay Z and who else? Yeah, the the oh, chick, uh, Alicia Beyonce, Keys, Alicia, are, are going to do this song a performance. Yeah, it's a. I, I've, they've they've done parodies of it online. Yeah, uh, something something about New York. But anyway, New York State of Mind, Empire State of Mind, Empire, Empire State, State of Mind. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna perform this, and I understand it's Yankee Stadium, and you can have whoever you want play there. They're gonna play. They're gonna broadcast that. What since when is this turning into the Super Bowl? Yeah, well, it's that, before that, the game. It was supposed to happen last night, but the weather. I don't I, no. Know. You know, last night they had uh, uh, "God Bless America" sung by the uh, uh, the woman in the Marines, the uh, the sergeant who was. Uh, now that is respectful and cool, and it appeals to everybody. Don't st please God, don't starting in it, it, turning it into the dog and pony show of halftime at the Super Bowl. I don't want to see because then now we're going to see every game. There's going to be a, a performance, and don't I want just that. Don't do that. That is one part of baseball that I that I do feel needs to remain <laughs> pure, yeah, pure, yeah. and and to the game. And don't put the entertainment crap in there. Yeah, well, like Casey said, it was supposed to happen yesterday, yeah. but uh, because of the rain, they actually had to perform in Chicago. So they were supposed to perform at Game One, and then they were going to fly to Chicago. But because of the rain and having to practice in the rain, and also getting to Chicago, they didn't do it. But I mean, there's also Rumors of of somebody performing here too. It's going to well. be me and. Uh, and well, I don't know. No, I don't know. Can can we Yankee say that song? or do we know anything yet? Um, you can say it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the rumors are are out there. That, that Pearl Jam. That Pearl Jam is gonna you know is gonna come over at least to to one of the games and. They've okay. been invited, and uh, Eddie's a big baseball fan to so. do the national anthem. Yeah. Yes. All right. Do the well, national that's anthem. a different. Yeah. That's right. the national anthem. That's right. not. You're supposed hit. to do that. Oh, right, it's not right, your right. hit song performing. I mean, yeah, they've always done. You know, a celebrity will come out. Not the song song. The national anthem. Yeah. So, Cisco, yeah, because you know it'll, it'll have pyrotechnics and dancers and that, 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 and you know what, Preston, you know what? especially for this series, because you 
don't with with New York fans and Phillies fans, you don't need uh, additional stuff for people to get excited about it. The baseball carries it on its own, and and Yankees fans and Phillies fans both respect the game. They know what they're getting when they go to a baseball game. They don't need Jay Z to get them excited. I'd be curious to see how this uh, how this series uh, shakes out in the ratings because uh, you have two Titans yeah. and you have a a, a a fairly substantial rivalry, but it is all East Coast. Yeah. And and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. No, what's exciting about last night was you know even though Howard had a pretty big hit uh, and and you know there was some timely hitting uh, by some of the other players. It really was the Chase Utley show last night. Yeah, it was. And there are so many other offensive weapons that they're not going to be able to quiet for the entire series. So like expect you know Jason Worth to have a game and and yeah. Ryan Howard to have a Shane. game. Yeah, and Shane to have a game because you know Shane really only had you know he had a he had a hit that that made that squeaked out of the infield. Uh, dude, Ron. Collins came so close to hitting the bomb. Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah. it's, it stayed in the park. But we have so many weapons. I like the low key attitude too. Do, do mm-hmm. we have the uh, the Utley? There's a couple of them uh, post game talking about his accomplishment. We'll yeah. pull those up, and while Casey's getting those ready, uh, didn't you just want Shane to knock one? Yes, out of the yeah. Park? Yeah. yes. More so oh, than anybody <laughs> on the team because of uh, the the skirt picture they put on the the cover of the New York Post. I just I was like, come on, dude, this is your time. It's right now. Do it. So I got to watch the bottom of the ninth and. And uh, I was in by a press box at the Spectrum, and it looked like half the stadium or more of Yankees fans had left. That the, by the yeah, end of the game, you could see that. Yeah, you could see that it was pretty empty. And the, and the weather was was intermittently very crappy was and it? mildly crappy. Yeah, did it start off with uh, rain? Uh, no, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. It rained the whole time. Was man. it raining right at the beginning? Because yeah, I couldn't tell. Yeah, shortly into it, they showed uh, like a puddle on top of the dugout, and yep. it was. I mean, it was coming down pretty hard. Mm. Uh, here's that clip you want to see. That's not your goal going into the game. Your goal is trying to put good at bats together um, and, and see what happens. Um, obviously, I was able to uh, squeak one over the over the fence early in the game. Um, but it, it's it's a good feeling when you can help your team win. Yeah, it is, man. So nice job. And First game. It is. A, it's good to live in Philadelphia, right? Yes, now. it is. Yeah, yes. awesome. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. MMR rocks with Preston and Steve. Uh, so we got to wait till what? Probably February before Lost comes back on. Yeah, it's looking that way, right? Yeah, most likely. And uh, in the meantime, we can uh, you know kind of. Uh, uh, I guess uh, give our palate a little taste of some very cool uh, drama as well with another show which is called Flash, great. Flash Forward. Yeah, it's on tonight and one of the stars of Lost makes a crossover onto that and uh, we welcome him because uh, he's actually one of our favorites and we've had him on before. Please welcome Mr. Dominic Monaghan yeah! to our show. Good morning, Dom. Good morning. How are you today, sir? I'm all right. It's like 5.30 in the morning for me, you know. So, Sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> Well, we'll start off with a big compliment. I've seen some of the uh, um, uh, the the uh, coming uh, features for the the show tonight, and you, sir, are in. You look like you're in great shape. Have you been working out a lot? Uh, you know, the character that I play is kind of a type A kind of character. He's a quantum physicist. He's you know one of the smartest guys in the Western world. He's kind of got his life sorted out, and uh, I kind of considered that. Someone like that would probably, you know, have a physique that he was, you know, relatively okay with. So, you know, I did hit the gym a little bit over the summer. Well, it it obviously shows. Now, the the show is definitely building momentum, and the, and the plot conceit is very cool. Basically, everyone on Earth passes out for the same amount of time. I think it's 137 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two two minutes. Right, and uh, two minutes and seventeen seconds. 17 okay, seconds. and so when they when they uh, when they wake up, they've had a flash forward. Uh, 
of six months they see into the future. And uh, you tonight, you uh, you join the show and you claim that you are responsible for this, correct? I claim that uh, I kind of know how it happened. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's uh, there's kind of a guise with with Simon. I mean, essentially, he's telling a very attractive girl on a train that he knows uh, what happened in the. Oh, all right. You know, so I think that there's uh, there's an ulterior motive for him, but huh. he's he's certainly um, someone who has the type of brain that could work out how it happened. I think out of the gate, uh, you know, the 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 show. Um, it was like a twofold thing here, a double-edged sword, because it was immediately compared to Lost, but I think it's already started to distinguish itself as something uh, much different from Lost. Uh, was was that a concern of yours, joining a show that had a similar uh, but yet different theme to it? No, not really. I don't tend to feel those pressures, you know. I mean, right. I, just, I get involved with something based on a good script, and I don't tend to really feel the pressure that, say, the network might feel. I mean, obviously, it's going to be compared to Lost. It's a, it's a big kind of disaster-based event piece of television. But uh, as you said, I think very quickly it's distinguished itself with different rules and different kind of guidelines for the show. So um, it kind of stands out on its own. Hey, we had a, a friend of yours by here, uh, Dom, a couple of weeks ago. Billy Boyd stopped in. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah, with his sweet. band uh, B-Cake. And he said that you were the inspiration for the name of that band. I was, yeah. I was on I was on holiday in Morocco and went into a uh, a bakery, and it was one of the most bizarre sights I've seen in my life. It was essentially like an entire beehive was inside the bakery eating the cakes, and and it was as if it was just completely normal. All the people working in the bakery, all the people walking into the bakery, just uh, considered that this was kind of a an everyday thing, and people were actually buying slices of cake that had like seven or eight bees sat on top of it eating the cake and uh, I told Billy the story and he loved it and thus would, would they at least shoo the bees off before they no. bit into it? No. no. They, they were like, well, before they bit into it, maybe, but before they sliced the cake and gave it to the customer, no, they were giving it to the customer with bees all over it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a great, that's a great inspiration for a band name. And those guys all being uh, Scots, I have to ask this because half of them, we couldn't understand what the hell they were saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, do, do English here, are, are Scots hard to understand for everybody? No, I mean, the closer that you get geographically, the more you understand them. I mean, I understand Billy pretty well. I know all his friends. I mean, if you go, you know, to the further, furthest north of Scotland, it's a little hardest for me. But, you know, I have a good ear for, for the Scot Scots people and, and Irish people and Welsh people and stuff like that. But I can understand for guys like you. I mean, the amount of people that think that I'm Australian or South Africa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, here, we're just pretty dismissive of all of those accents. It's like, oh, well, you must be from Australia. So. Right, right. Uh, I, I have to compliment you. I saw a movie that uh, that uh, you were in. It didn't get a, a tremendous amount of buzz, but critically, it was received well. Called "I Sell the Dead." Yeah, that was a fun film. I mean, it, you know, once again, it was a good script and it was a project that I, you know, kind of a labor of love, something that I enjoyed doing. And um, yeah, I liked it a lot. You know, I mean, um, it was really, really great fun time, kind of filming that in New York. It just it just caught me off guard because it's sort of a very comedic. Uh, there's a zombie element to it, and you're grave robbers and and. Uh, it's it's very cool. I mean, is that is that getting a, a wider release at some point, or is it just? I don't know. I mean, you know, it got released in L.A. and in New York, and you know, right. kind of, you know, did the West Coast East Coast thing. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it kind of has a life of its own. But you know, I got a lot of compliments for it, and people seem to like it. Um, you know, it's kind of like a, a little small movie that has a little bit of life to it. Well, when Billy was in here, he was uh, saying that you guys are working on a script together for a movie that you both are going to hopefully appear in. How is that coming along? 
that's going all right. I mean, we're, we're more kind of keen on drinking and surfing. Than <laughs> that, right? So that might impact the end of this uh, completion of this project. Yeah, yeah so, just a bit. You know, it's, a, it's a little, it's a little slower than it should be, but um, you know, we just enjoy each other's company, and you know, Billy's a really funny guy, and, and yeah. we have a lot of laughs, and uh, you know, an opportunity to work with him would be great. You, did you just mention surfing? Yeah, we is, both surf together. Yeah. Is that uh, something you picked up in Hawaii filming Lost? Uh, no, I picked that up in New Zealand filming Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh. yeah. So you guys would both go out and do that, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, with uh, with Lost, uh, you know, I'd mentioned February, and obviously you can't reveal whether or not your character. Obviously, we know at some point. How does it end? Is yeah. what you're asking. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> but we know that Charlie's going to end up, you know, back in there somehow or another. Is is filming happening as we speak for the next season? Yeah, I think they are filming. I mean, I'm not the best person to ask, but um, okay. I think they're uh, they're in the middle of filming something like episode ten or eleven. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they're getting near the end of it then. Yeah, they're filming quite a bit. All right, cool, man. Well, listen. Oh, you know what? And Casey wanted me to ask this question. Uh, recently, was this last week? This is or, a, yeah, this past Sunday. There was a uh, uh, the NFL uh, had a uh, uh, an American football game in England. Uh, is that does that is there any fascination in in England with uh, American football at all, or is it just kind of there? No, there was a spike in like the late eighties when you know, kind of the Chicago Bears, Miami Dolphins were huge, New England Patriots, stuff like that, um, and it tried to catch on, but you know. Our, our version of football, soccer, just has such a stronghold in England. I mean, sure. the Premier League is just such a huge league. There's yeah, you, not you, a lot of space for it. You know, it's the same for you guys. Like, you know, soccer hasn't really taken a stronghold in America because you guys have baseball and American football and basketball. And it's true. Yeah, but we we tend not to kill each other in the stands after the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Bring your nunchucks. Yeah, I mean, but to, you know, baseball has taken off. It's it's definitely global. But is it still just straight up cricket in England? We, I mean, we play you know football first by a long mile, then cricket, then rugby, and uh, you know, baseball we don't really play uh, in England. Um, we're always fascinated with you guys. You know being involved in, in the World Series and essentially there only being really a whole bunch of American teams in there but um, you know I, I'm kind of going for the Phillies this year All because right. yes. um, Good man. you guys are the underdogs right be nice that, that's what they're yeah. saying yeah yeah. we won the first game so that's a beautiful thing good man alright well listen tonight uh, flash forward 8 o'clock on uh, 6 ABC is where you see it and where you'll see it and we're dying to see you again in Lost Dom thanks for coming on this morning man yeah nice to speak to you guys again alright good luck with everything uh, Dominic yeah. Monahan yeah very nice guy, and uh, nobody's going to be watching that tonight because we're all going to be watching <laughs> it. I'll be DVRing it. You can DVR it. We'll leave without it. Yep. He was the first person on Lost that we ever talked to, and I remember when uh, we we were talking about Lost when we saw the was, you know even ads for it, and we were sort of compelled to watch it. And we're like, this looks like it's really cool. Yep. And we had him on, and we were just talking to him about green screening stuff and Lord of the Rings. Yep. And look what that show has turned into. Yep. yep. Exactly. Uh, my guess is that he's going to have to make a reappearance. Yeah. You on have the show. To, yes. There's right? no way they're going to wrap it up without having him come back. Listen, everybody that has been killed off on that show will make, I would imagine, in this last yeah. season, at least of the main characters, like uh, Boone, was he? Uh, yeah. yeah, Boone is on the the uh, the Vampire Diaries now. Oh, yeah? He yeah, he's playing an evil vampire. He's doing a damn good job. Good for him. I like him. Yeah. And Press, I, I'm pretty sure that they um, started filming Lost in the end of August. Okay. All right. Well, so. then, yeah, they could be wrapping that up very soon. All right. What we need to wrap up is giving away these tickets for the game tonight. Oh, 
All right, and this is uh, not just tickets to the game. This is a trip from phillytailgate.com and Pepsi, the official sponsor of Major League Baseball. All you have to do is guess this Phillies player that we have randomly chosen uh, somewhere within the history of the Phillies this guy played. We have two clues so far. Batted lefty, throws righty. All right, and we will get a little bit closer. So pretty much wrap it up for you <laughs> yeah. at this point. I mean, how much more do you need? You never know. You never know. All right, to the phones we go. Eight callers now. If we don't get them now, we'll get a clue on the next one. Let me go to Matt. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, a cop. What? A cop. Oh, a cop. All right. Yeah, so, a cop. All right, Matt. So what's your guess? What player? Uh, I'm going to try my best. I'm, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Mike Lieberthal. Mike Lieberthal. Uh, no. Uh, Incorrect. Thank you, though. Let me go to Quinn. Hey, Quinn, how are you? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Damon. All right, Quinn, what's your answer? Is it Jimmy Rollins? No. 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 I think no, he was already guessed, wasn't he? Jim, no, no, Jimmy Rollins right. was a guess. Now, let me go next to Nate. Hey, Nate. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Nate, what's your guess? Kevin Stocker. Ah, no. Good wow, guess. Wow, yeah. Incorrect. Uh, I haven't even thought of that guy. Let me go to Nick next. Hey, Nick. Dickie Thorne. What'd you Dickie say? Thon. Dickie Thon. Dickie Thon. No, sorry, my friend. No. All right, let me go next <laughs> to uh, Dave. Hey, Dave, how are you, man? Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Dave. All right, you get the tickets, you get the trip. If you can tell me what player we have set aside here. Grover Clark Alexander. Grover Clark Alexander. No. no. Incorrect. I actually got an email from somebody who thought that exact same really? player for some reason. I guess maybe the name Grover kind of stood out to him. <laughs> let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm fine. Rantlers. To Rantlers. Rantlers. All right. My good friend. Mike, what's your answer? Chase Utley. No, sir. Oh, oh no! No, sorry. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to our mystery caller. I don't have your name on my screen. What's your name? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Hello. Bo. Yeah, what's your name? Bo. 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 Okay, Bo. Um, Give um, it. Um, um, um. Ah, <laughs> very good. I'm going to say Bobby Abreu. Bobby Abreu. No, that's incorrect. Thank you. Last call for now. Let's get Rob on the line. Hey, Rob. Hey, Yankee sucking. Stay off our beaches. Damn right. Don't you disrespect me. Don't you disrespect me. All right, Rob, what's your answer? What Philly is it? Pete Incavillia. No, sir, that is incorrect, and that's eight callers. So that's a no dice on that for this uh, next runner. I tell you what, in the next uh, the next clue, we're going to narrow it down even a little bit more and see if we can get you that trip tonight. And if for some reason you don't win the trip, come and join us this evening. We're going to be having a Halloween party. And yes, we will be watching the game. Absolutely. You'll be with a whole bunch of people who are into the game and into Halloween and having a damn good time. And uh, hopefully winning some money and some Pearl Jam tickets and a whole bunch of other stuff that we have to give away. We've also, uh, we also will be, you know, like I said, watching the game while we're there, but uh, we also have some VIP zone passes that we'll give away uh, for Captain Morgan, which uh, they are one of the sponsors, and we'll do that in a little while. And I think some of our calendar girls are coming down as well. They are body-painted calendar girls. Body-painted calendar girls. I would say that's a selling point. Yeah, uh, Natalie from Fox's Body Shop. She's she's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, she is awesome. She's hot herself, and she's she's painting up some of the girls. Um, I think think Allison is getting painted. Allison, who's always reticent to take off her top. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then a few other girls are going to have body paint all over. Has Natalie ever been painted up at one of our events? She needs to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She has a team of assistants, so maybe she can. You should come out to um, uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we are we're hanging on because we've got. Um
Another guest we're going to go to in just a second. Uh, but in the Why don't you kill some time? Yeah. Well, I was. I, I had a couple of emails. Maybe this is a good paperclip in time. Uh, no, it's not a good paperclip in time. Uh, I do have uh, a couple of emails I'd like to read. Uh, this one says, hey, guys, uh, my fiance, Tom Fadeco, and I were the recipients of last week's Word of the Week prize. We got to take the trip to Atlantic City, get an amazing and relaxing massage in the spa, have an outstanding dinner at Wolfgang Puck, and see Lenny Kravitz in concert without paying for any of it. Wow. It was amazing. We want to thank you guys so much for that wonderful trip. Uh, we're saving for a wedding and broke as hell. We haven't been away together in a long time, and this was just what we needed to relax and spend enjoyable time together without worrying about how we would pay for the experience. We truly appreciate it. Thanks again. That's from Aaron Weimer and Tom Fadako or Fadako. Uh, so That's cool. That's congratulations, awesome. guys. Yep, we love hearing that uh, that the trips went well. And we'll continue to give stuff like that as long as we are here. I also got this email. It says, um, hey, guys, uh, I'm a longtime listener. Uh, I listen liver from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> from Christmas That's to be what live. it says. I listen liver. Live. Liver. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be live, I know. Uh, from, uh, <laughs> Perhaps they use liver to listen. Well, it's in Prince Edward Island, Canada, so maybe oh, they do. Maybe that is. I don't Instead know. of radios, they have livers. It says where I moved in 2007 every day, and then I podcast the rest of the show. Anyway, I work for a trucking company up here by uh, buying loads to cover our trucks. Doing so, I have to call a lot of other trucking companies in the U.S. Well, my entire office now thinks that I am special. When I was talking to a trucking company out of Lowell, Arkansas, I made contact with a dispatcher there named Kenneth Knight. <laughs> <laughs> And I must say, I wasn't very professional. I asked him if he Bartle dude. To which he replied, what are you talking about? And of course, I had only one response for that. And he said, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the need to eat pizza. He he says that the guy hung up on me. Uh, My boss is a little pissed and doesn't quite understand still what happened. But I thought that you may enjoy knowing that there is another Kenny Knight out there. And that's from uh, Jonathan Ball, dispatcher for bulk carriers, uh, Prince Edward Island. One, two, Bartle do. Three, four, crap Mustang. There you go. So And uh, and in fact, hopefully, uh, we haven't even talked to uh, Ed Bassmaster yet, but uh, maybe he'll be a part of the Haunted Horror Ride. Oh, we'd love that, yeah. Have him get on board and maybe... And come meet with a special commentator. Yeah, we're, we're, we're oh, our, our midget. Our, our midget. Our midget. <laughs> our midget. <laughs> yes, we have one. Chuck Lowe. <laughs> we, we have a, a helicopter and a midget. And, a midget. Yeah. and we love, uh, love him to death. Wow. Um, did you guys see this story? I'll, I'll, I'll run this by you. I don't know if this is legit or not. I haven't checked Snopes yet for this. Uh, but there's a website of uh, uh, that is out, and it's about a mysterious man that thousands of people around the world claim to have seen in their dreams. Uh, it's called thisman.org. Uh, and here's the deal. The, the, the I haven't heard of this. claims that the picture was drawn by a woman who says she repeatedly saw his face as she slept for her psychiatrist. She, she drew this picture in 2006, and she said that she had never met him before in real life, but was able to picture him vividly. Her psychiatrist kept the penciled picture on his desk, and when another patient saw it, he too claimed that the man had... Um, often appeared in his dreams. Uh, the doctor said, it says, then sent off the picture to some colleagues who showed it to their patients, many of whom also recognized the exact same face. Huh. <laughs> and then the picture was posted on the website, and within two weeks, it had become one of the most visited sites online. Nothing uh, Snopes related? You haven't, I haven't looked. All right. I've not checked it out yet. I don't know if it's uh, legit or not, but I have yeah. the picture for you guys hmm. here. I, he doesn't look familiar to me. No. Yeah, he looks familiar to me. When I first glanced at it, before you even said the story, I, I thought it was Barkan. Michael Barkan? Yeah. With huge eyebrows. With huge yeah. eyebrows, yeah. Maybe a little bit. 
I don't know. Maybe it's a case that people, after they see it, then think they recollect it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, but it because, might... Because, and then w- this man in the dream, does it make any indication as to what exactly he does in these dreams? Is it no. is it the same thing, or he's just appearing? No. Uh, some, he, I guess he Appearing does, now! I guess he does different things in different dreams, and, uh, you know, there, there was, the first time that I read this woman described, you know, what it is he does it in It was dreams, like a bar can. But I, I don't think it was anything, you know, truly bizarre or anything like that. But It's like, uh, do you remember the the story of the Mothman prophecies? And, and people, you know, they, they kept seeing this, this creature, this sort of humanoid creature. You know what? I never did see that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not, you know what? I should look that up. You should. Yeah, watch the movie. Yeah. The movie's great. Is it good? Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, this might be a similar type of Mothman thing, only... The bar can prophecies. Nothing <laughs> weird happens. But uh, take a look. It's called uh, thisman.org. And you, it might be something that you've seen before, but it, it it also might be a load of crap. I don't know, but you might want to. <laughs> Either it's one hundred percent legit and chilling, or a load of crap. <laughs> well, it might it might freak out a little bit. It's quite possible. You have to see. All right, we have a guest on the line who we are going to uh, speak to, and uh, she's from uh, Parks and Recreation. Love that show. And also, Casey keeps bothering me, and and I and he mean, he means well, but to watch, I love you, man. I which, watched it. Yeah, it was cute. It was. I really liked it. I need to see it. Uh, Casey wants me to alert him the moment that I have seen it. He keeps asking me every day, but she is in this show as well. Uh, please welcome Rashida Jones. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Rashida. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys? Good. I heard a disturbing thing. No, it's it's a rumor that you're a Yankees fan. <laughs> Yeah, it's a rumor. Uh, <laughs> it's a rumor. It's a, it's, a, it's a yeah, it's an uncorroborated rumor. Okay, is it is it like the Mothman prophecies? <laughs> I, I haven't seen that movie. Okay, either. all right. With you. Okay, all right. I lived in New York. What can I do? I've ne- I've never lived in Philly. I'm sorry. Well, I see you missing out. Yeah. You're missing out. <laughs> I am, I am. All right, we'll let you get away with it this time. And congratulations to you guys. Thank you, thank you. Classy Yankees fan. Very much. Uh, so, Rashida, how, is, how are you enjoying uh, Parks and Recreation? Is this a, a fun set to work on? It's a very fun set to work on, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an incredibly enjoyable job. You know, it, it, it's great. I, I love John the Office, and I and I love the, the you know, obviously, that, that style of... Uh, Sort of a faux documentary show, and and that's the same approach as uh, with a uh, uh, Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Uh, was was there any concern about going to that well again? You know, with that same sort of show because they are very similar, but they are very different. Yeah, of course. I mean, especially me going to the same well, I think was a little bit of a concern. But but Greg Daniels, who created this show and and created the American version of The Office, he he just says. It's just another. It's just another format, you know. You know. You know. The thing is, and it's it's uh, the first season of the show. I, I I enjoyed it, but I think the second season, and it, and it happens a lot with shows like this. The second season, it it's really clicking. Everything's falling into place. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think it just takes time. I mean, it's like it it would be like dating somebody and being like, I'm totally in love with them after the first date. Right. Like, right. Time. You got to get you got to get the, uh, the the subtext and all that stuff. And there's of course there've been some some new characters that have been brought on. And this character is is much different than your office character as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and all the characters are different. I, mean, I know there was some comparison at first between Amy's character and Steve Carell's character. And I think those are kind of fading away. I think people needed a window in, and now that they've seen in th- through that, they can kind of just enjoy it. Sure, yeah. sure. Steve's right. I mean, it takes a time for a show to breathe a little bit and, and for people to become attached to it. And in this day and age, when shows are canceled after one episode or, or yeah. the, you know, not, not even airing at all in a particular season, they get yanked. And so I guess, Rashida, I mean, it's got to be fun for you because you're working 
working with really talented and funny actors, but it's also got to be kind of nerve-wracking. You know, it is, but it looks like now, you know, they're at least giving us, they give us the full pickup, they're giving us the chance for the rest of the season. As an actress, you just kind of get used to the fact that no job is ever guaranteed, you know? You just kind of try to have fun. Well, you were on a show that uh, I think it was the, 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 the Farrelly brothers were, were producing. I was, yeah. And, and, and I enjoyed that show as well, and, oh, and, and it, it came and went. It did, yeah. We did six episodes, and they just kind of pulled the plug. Does that suck when you start to build up, you know, your okay friendships and so on and so forth? And then, of course, how how do they deliver? How do they usually deliver the message? I mean, is does somebody just show up on set and say, you know, clear out your? You know, I don't know if you have a cubicle, but clear Locker. out something. Yeah, yeah. The, the Grim Reaper comes. Yeah. To your house. <laughs> no, the Grim uh, Reaper shows up. We usually the producers call you, and you know they're sad and disappointed, and. You're sad and disappointed, and then you call your castmates and you say this sucks and that kind of thing, you know. And and if it's good news, it's all it's delivered in the same place where everybody is at the same time. Okay, so but when you get in a show, a show immediately after that, you don't call up the other actors who didn't and say, "Guess who's working again?" Ah, <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> Suckers. Uh, Suckers. Hey, I guess we found out who the talented one of that cast was. Oh no. <laughs> no. So I'm just kidding. Rashida, I'm reading a lot of uh, interesting things uh, about you personally. By the way, one of uh, People Magazine's 50 Most Beautiful People in 2002, which I would agree Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Um, but your dad is Quincy Jones. He is indeed. What What musicians did you hang out with growing up? You know, the ones that he worked with, that definitely Michael Jackson and um, uh, the Brothers Johnson and... Just a lot, a lot of, a lot of different musicians. Were, were you ever, were you ever starstruck by any of these people, or is it just every day? Hey, this is who Dad's working with. For the most part, it was not a big deal. And then, randomly, my mom, or my mom's assistant or something, got in a car accident with John Travolta, and he came over to meet my parents, and that was forget it. Reese. <laughs> So that wow! Was really did you cared about Barbarino came over? Did you did you <laughs> did you lock down and and uh, and couldn't speak to him, or did you or did you just kind of gush all over him? I was like six, so it was more of like a lockdown. Okay. Like, okay. What is what is Danny Zuko doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, one of the notes here says that you you, you went to Harvard uh, to study to be a lawyer. Uh, I, yeah, I thought about it. I didn't actually study okay. law, but I thought okay. about it. And that it was the O.J. Simpson trial that killed your fascination with law? <laughs> Not my fascination, but my but my my faith in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like most people, I'm sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to agree with that. We also are reading that you have a photographic memory. Now, I, I went to college with, and I'm friends with a guy with a photographic memory. And every time I hang out with him, I just bug him. I'm like, okay, what, the, what, 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 what does it look like behind you? And, and he will say exact, I mean, down to the color and everything. Can you, can you do that as well? That, that was a slight exaggeration. I feel like that, I think, I feel like my dad said that about me in, in like a proud moment about me because I can memorize music pieces on the piano very quickly, but I'm not, that's not been confirmed. Okay. Uh, okay. Not, not an official uh, photograph. That's not official. No. Okay. Um, now, going back to Harvard, you were also the the music director for their acapella group, their campus acapella group. That's uh, right. Har the Harvard Radcliffe Opportunes. Wow. Do you still sing? Sometimes I do. Yeah, I did. I once in a while I'll sing. I've 
I think, backup for Maroon 5 on a couple, really? on a couple of their albums. Yeah, it's kind of become a tradition now where they make an album and I'll sing it on, on at least one song. Is is uh, is a musical in your future, possibly? You know, a I, theatrical I thing? I hope so. Yeah? I hope so, yeah. I love musicals. Is, is it a bitch, though, when you want to do anything musical when you're growing up and your dad's Quincy Jones? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. the hell am I going to do? It's not that cool. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, Rashida, I would just like to take this opportunity to apologize to you. About seven years ago, uh, you were the first person I ever interviewed, and I was became aware of the interview five minutes before it happened, and I, and I apologize because I knew nothing about you. You were about to be on um, Boston Public, and uh, I kept asking you if you'd ever been to Boston because I couldn't figure out anything else to talk to you about. <laughs> and, and Do you, you remember were... a particularly horrible interview? <laughs> I know you that was a Nick. A photographic memory, and and so uh, you know, I just uh, thank you for being sweet and nice and bear with me throughout that interview. And, and... Of course, look, we've come so far. <laughs> I know, I know. And you're, you're such a sweetheart. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I do have to ask, were you there when they recorded uh, We Are the World? I was there. Oh, oh, this is one of it's Casey's all-time favorite songs. Oh, it's, wow. a, it's an amazing song. We, I was just saying the other day, like, for, forget about the fact that it's like a part of history. It's just a really good song. It's a great song. And, and when they did, like, the whole special on MTV, I mm -hmm. broke down and I was sobbing. Well, because you, I was like, there's hungry people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Was was that you, Rashida? Were you, were you breaking down and crying? By the way, he was eating ribs at the end. <laughs> that sounds like a great night. That sounds great. No, I don't think I realized the historical significance. I was pretty young. Yeah, all right. I, I, would imagine. I was there. All right. Well, uh, listen, Parks and Recreation is a great show. It is a great Thank show. Great so cast. Much. And uh, our pleasure. We're glad you could take a moment or two to give us a call. It's at 8.30 on NBC 10 uh, tonight. So uh, we'll we'll be DVRing it because we're watching the World Series this evening. Yeah, that's fine. I, I can do that. All right. Awesome. Rashida, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Have a great morning. All right. You too. Rashida Jones. Yeah. Parks and Recreation. She's very cool, man. Yeah. yeah. She's really sweet. She is. I can't believe you screwed up that interview. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. It's the interview. easiest person in the world to talk to, and you keep asking her. She's been to Boston. Uh, you like pink beans? Yeah. She's an attractive young lady. MMR rocks with Preston and Steve. We're all going to die before the week. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Halloween party tonight, the haunted whore ride tomorrow. Oh, the uh, Of course, you had the game last night, the game tonight. You had the Pearl Jam shows all this week. Boy, what a perfect day to be filming a TV show. <laughs> as well, completely drain of energy. Uh, we have some uh, friends here that are actually uh, have their cameras mounted in the studio and uh, are doing what's called a sizzle reel Yeah, uh, for a, a potential TV show. And we're trying to sizzle. About the President and Steve show. It's kind of like a fizzle today. Well, as far as it's, just it, we're just swept up in uh, Philly's fever. Well, Philly's fever and just, and just the actual fever. Well, we have the swine flu. Tired. My, yeah. Well, my family does or did. Yeah. So anyhow, they're, uh, they're on the recovery so i've been uh dealing with that at home so we're doing our best to uh wake the hell up and uh and have a little bit of energy but uh i think what would energize us now would be to give away tickets to the game tonight mm -hmm. right. and not only that a trip up to new york to go to the world series and that's courtesy of phillytailgate.com and uh pepsi the official sponsor of major league baseball all right so far we've heard that this uh this person that we're looking for, this former Phil or current Phil, is a right-handed thrower, left-handed batter. Am I right about that? Correct. And played with Steve Carlton. Correct. All right. 215-263-WMMR. Maybe that narrows it down for you. I have Kim on the line. Kim, are you there? I'm here. All right, Kim, what's your answer? Is it Dane Lorg? No. Uh, Who? I don't know, but All good, right. obscure, random guess. All right, let me go to Nicole. Oh! Hi, Nicole. 
Yes. Yes. What's your answer, Nicole? Bob Boone. No. Oh. Wrong! Sorry. Let me go to Mike next. Hey, Mike. 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 Mike, are you there? Mike. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Uh, all right. I guess not. All right. Let me go. To- <laughs> So young! <laughs> I don't think he's dead. No. How do you know? He's not there! Why are you always so optimistic? You know someone named Mike, he may be dead. Yeah. Uh, let me go to John. Hey, John. Hey, you guys rock. Oh! Hey, John. Do you have a guess for us? How about Ricky Bowe? No, oh. not Ricky Bowe. Surprised no one had guessed that earlier? Yeah, Pay attention to the clues, I man. I played with Carl. Pay attention to the clues. <laughs> All right, let me go to Nick. Hey, Nick. I'm here, I'm here. All right, Nick, what's your guess? Chuck Klein. No. Oh. Pay attention to the clues. Played Chuck Klein played in the 30s, man. Yeah, let me and go. And was guest already, right? Yeah, and guest already. Thank you, Casey. Let me go to Blair. Hey, Blair. Man. Man. Blair. Yeah. Your name is Blair? Yes, my name is Blair. Okay, just ah. checking. All right, Blair, what's your answer? Danny Doyle. No. Oh. Was he already guessed? The director no. of Slumdog Millionaires? I don't know. <laughs> Danny Boyle? That's no. Danny Boyle. Doyle, I think is okay. what he said. <laughs> All right, two more guesses for now. Uh, or no, you know what? We have a, we have three more. Let me go to Ryan. 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 All right, Ryan. What's your answer? Uh, Bake McBride. No. Oh, that was awesome. Also already guessed. All right. I made it, everyone. Two more. <laughs> Let me go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what's going on? You guys rock. Oh! Hey, uh, yeah. I want to say uh, George Vukovic. No, sir. George Vukovic. That's oh. a good guess, but wrong. No, that's incorrect. And you got to say it. One last caller for now. If we don't give this, we'll do it again, and we'll have another clue. Hi, Stephanie. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, Stephanie. Do you know what player we're looking for? Tim McCarver. No. Tim McCarver. Oh. A nope. popular guest, by the way. A lot of emails and IMs suggesting that. That's wrong. All right. Well, hang on because we're going to have another shot at it and your chance to go to New York to the game tonight. Let's see if you can get it. All right. So, Case, we, we have our guests on the line. Yes, we do. We're, we're going to do another chainsaw wake-up call. Uh, Brent is standing by at the next house, <clears throat> sleeping victims, ready to be wakened Panda by just, yeah. a maniac wheeling a chainsaw to get their asses out of bed. We'll do that in a moment, but uh, we do have something as scary as well we're going to go to now. Uh, the movie is called Paranormal Activity. You've heard of it. It's You've probably seen it. It's a number one movie in the country right now. And uh, we jumped on this right away because the uh, the campaign yeah. fascinated us from the beginning. So the trailer, and we put, put it up on our site to get them to show it here. Yeah, exactly. They were only going to release it in a certain amount of cities. Uh, thankfully, Philadelphia was one of them. Uh, please welcome the two stars of the movie. We have uh, Katie and Mika, who are here. Yeah. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning. Good. Hey, congratulations, by the way. You must be thrilled beyond belief to be in the number one movie in the country. And congratulations on uh, on winning game one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. We appreciate that. So, listen, uh, I have not seen the movie. I am not going to see the movie. <laughs> he is he is terrified. I am a hardcore pussy, and uh, and and I, and I kid you not. I swear to God, this is true. I decided to go and find a uh, like a spoiler online that would tell me exactly everything that happens in the movie. So I did. I found it. So the listener sent it to me because I mentioned I wanted to do that. So I read it. So that way, maybe I could go to the movie knowing what to expect, and that way I may not be that terrified. I read it. And I was scared <laughs> from reading it. I, I, because I get up at four o'clock in the morning to go to work. It's still pitch black dark in the house. I have kids. I have to be quiet, not to wake anybody up. So any little pop or creak or anything like that 
will will terrify me. And now, and I and I walk down from the upstairs, and I have a chandelier hanging there. And apparently, the chandelier swings at one point in the movie. <laughs> I can't even. I'm fixated on the chandelier in my house. I haven't even seen the goddamn movie. <laughs> It's well, horrible. You definitely, you definitely got to see it now. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to. And, and you know what? And you should probably take that as a compliment, you know, that <laughs> that I will not go see your movie. It's very rare that that plays out like that. Now, when actors do, like, romantic scenes, I know it's not very romantic when there's lights and cameras and all that, but was there any point when you guys were, where it is actually scary for you guys, or no? Is it the same thing? Uh, oh, I, mean, whole, I think we scared ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> M- Mika, you go first. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the whole movie was was pretty scary. If you're not scaring yourself, then uh, then people aren't going to believe it when they see that screen. So. And, yeah, and I, I think that the, that this is, and I've always said this is my favorite kind of horror movie: the 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 slow build, the nuance, the the, the sort of thing that you could conceivably encounter in your own home. And in fact, wasn't the movie directed in the director's home? Yes, yeah, it was. It was. It was uh, we filmed the whole thing in seven days in, uh, in Orange House. In wow. seven days. Jeez. Seven days. I, I did see the movies, uh, movie guys, and I and I watched the movie uh, through a tiny little slit between the brim <laughs> of my hat and a sweatshirt. And I'm telling you that some of the scariest parts were the were the parts where nothing really happened. And uh, Katie, I wanted to ask you because the, um, there are parts in the movie like you guys go to bed at eleven and they sped the the time up on the clock, you know, till three or four in the morning. And there are parts where you're standing next to the bed. Did you literally stand and? one spot for four hours uh, I, don't know. I don't remember how long it was it was it was a while it was a while i remember being tired but uh yeah, it was a, yeah it was a lot longer than you think it wasn't like she was standing there for 30 seconds it, it was uh i remember her complaining about how tired her legs were but you know not complaining 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 in that katie way <laughs> in that katie way that makes you want to kill yourself uh <laughs> well, I, I I have to ask the question, guys, because it was done on such a small budget, and I'm assuming, you know, Katie, you guys didn't get paid a whole lot of money to do this, but do do you have a piece of the action from this film? We definitely, uh, we're definitely be treat, being treated well by the producers, and we have a deal with Orin. And um, yeah, we we only got a couple hundred bucks to actually do the movie, but uh, right now uh, we're not. <laughs> We're not, not starving. What are you driving? <laughs> Casey asked, I'm what are you driving? I'm driving the same car I drove when I graduated from college. Oh, okay. Well, I you have a, a Bentley. nice handbag. <laughs> well, without, without giving away t- too much, now, obviously, they're talking about a um, a, a sequel. In fact, uh, they, a deal was just signed, I believe. I, I, I assume both you guys... I've gotten agents, uh, you know, uh, or, or uh, you know, are, are having people negotiate on your behalf. Are offers starting to come in because of your appearance in this film now? Oh yeah, oh, we, we are we, definitely. We're reading scripts and meeting amazing people. It's been it's been pretty pretty awesome to tell you the truth. Floodgates have opened. The floodgates have opened, and do do you get recognized? I remember reading it as an Entertainment uh, Weekly article about two, two or three weeks ago, and I think it was you, Katie, that said you were just stunned that somebody recognized you like at a Starbucks or something. Yeah, it still weirds me out. I mean, it still happens, and every time I'm still like, what? Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, well, here's the deal. I was, I was thinking about, uh, you know, the Blair Witch Project, which is the movie's been compared to a lot, and those, mm-hmm. it's, it, those people didn't seem to capitalize on the success of the movie uh, afterwards. And, uh, you know, what, what do you have, you have sort of like a master plan about how you want to proceed with this? Because you guys are absolutely in the national spotlight. I know. I think 
I think the Blair Witch Project, uh, the thing, the greatest thing they had going for them was the fact that everybody thought it was real because they were selling it as you know, real sound footage, which we did not do uh, and did not get to benefit from. Uh, and one of the side effects, I think, is that the actors of the Blair Witch didn't really get credit for being actors, uh, which we uh, are not uh, going to suffer from that, that effect. Right, right. Uh, I, I know that uh, Spielberg got behind this movie and helped really, uh, you know, push it out and get it a release. And, and in fact, the word is that he couldn't actually watch it all the way through on the first time because he was terrified. Have you gotten to meet Spielberg? No, no, right. We haven't, which would be amazing if we could. But we're we're thankful to him. I mean, it was it was pretty incredible to to hear that he watched our movie and that he liked it and that he you know liked it enough to want to be involved in it on any level. It was just like one of those things you go, what? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, it's a lot of the stuff that you talk you talk about getting offers. A lot of stuff you're being offered in the horror vein. That's I know that's a problem where people get sort of typecast and stereotyped and thrown into the same. No. Really, I have I haven't gotten a single horror script. What, maybe, what, our, maybe that's probably because our managers and agents are good and are keeping them away. Maybe. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's a possibility. All right, well, we know you guys got to run, but uh, one quick question for both of you. We'll start with you, Katie. What are you doing for Halloween? Uh, TiVo and a glass of wine. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're not going to be like the popular attraction in the neighborhood? I I don't I I don't think so. I think we've been kind of going going ninety to nothing for a while, so I okay. think I'm going to like pull up and, and hide away. All right, what about you, Mika? What are you going to do? You know, I, I never, at, at this point, um, I, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow, so yeah. Halloween is, like, way too far in the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, I, I'm going to have a good time no matter what. Understandable. All right, guys. Well, uh, congratulations. Good luck. Enjoy it. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, continued success. All right? Thanks so Thank much. You guys All right. We got so Katie and Mika. Yeah. Paranormal Activity. And uh, the movie is something I will not go watch. Absolutely not. You will not see nope. it. I, yeah. I, because, you know what? I want. I just want to sleep. I want to, I, <laughs> I want to be able to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to be... I don't want stuff like that bothering me. It'll go me. away after a couple of days. <laughs> no. What if you brought your whoopee to bed? Listen, I still think... Sometimes uh, I'll, I'll think of a, you know, a scene from The Exorcist and it'll freak me out. And I saw that when I was a kid. Maybe intern Julie will lend you her blankie. Okay, what, what does she call that her thing? Her blankie. Is it her no, blankie? No, no, no. She doesn't call it a blankie. That's... Yeah, yes, she does. Is there a blankie? All right, well, anyway, maybe. Well, that, that'll make it all better. Yeah, it's called a... I called it a whoopee yesterday. I called it a whoopee yesterday. But it's not. It's a blankie. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, let's uh, let's create some nightmares right now because uh, yeah. Brent Porsche is on the line and it's time to do another chainsaw wake up call. And we have done uh, two already this morning. Let's go to the third. Get somebody up who has a hard time sleeping and uh, give them the fright of their lives as we have uh, someone from the Bates Motel who's wearing, like, a spiked mask. Yeah, spiked mask and a chainsaw and leather. And screaming as uh, yeah. they come in. All right. <laughs> exactly me... the way you don't want to be woken up. Let's go to Brent, who's in Maniac. Brent, how you doing, man? Yo, what's up, guys? Yo. All right, hang on real quick. I forgot to read this. Here's the email that came in. This was uh, written by Laura, who actually had to go to work. She's not there right now. But uh, Laura had written in. She said, um, so here's the deal. Uh, my guy friends live together in Maniunk. Uh, Ryan didn't have a job for over a year and just started working in a pizza shop. Uh, the other is Matt is late to his job most of the time and he works at State Farm, but has been too lazy to get his license to actually sell the insurance. <laughs> uh, I think it would be, have to do that. I think it would be hilarious to scare the crap out of these slobs. So if there's any way that I, I, it can happen, I promise it would be entertaining for all. Now, apparently, Matt has already woken up. Okay. But we do have Ryan, who is still in a deep slumber. Right, Brett? 
That's right, yeah. I'm with uh, Tom, his other roommate, and he just showed me a picture from this past weekend of uh, Ryan drinking, and it was him passed up on the floor in his underwear. So chances are this should be interesting once yeah. he parts in his room here. Ooh, oh, okay. and by the way, his uh, his bedroom door is not on hinges, so chances are we're just going to bust the door down. Nice. And uh, like I said, stay tuned. We're going to go upstairs now. Okay, you ready? Oh, yeah, so yeah. You're actually going to knock the door down? Let's do oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. All right, so we're making our way up the steps. Okay. Oh, there's like a whole caravan of people here. <laughs> All right, we're right outside the bedroom. Okay. All right, here we go. One, two, three, go now. <laughs> What's happening, Brett? Hello, you might need to hit the dump button here or there. He, he's laughing. He thought it was kind of funny. We just totally blasted the door down. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. Ryan, what's going on, man? Brent from MMR. We're on live with Preston and Steve here. They want to talk to you a sec. <laughs> Ryan, good Ryan. morning. Yeah. Good morning, guys. That is, this is your official uh, chainsaw wake-up call, my friend. Welcome to the world. <laughs> And we did this courtesy of uh, your friend Laura. She sent uh, she sent us over because she said that you uh, you sleep. Yeah, yeah, Laura did. Yeah. Uh, she said that you sleep in way too late all the time. <laughs> oh, there's my alarm clock. I was just about to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're awake now. I heard the. I thought I heard the door go over. I heard a little bit of the chainsaw. Yeah, and then a little bit of the chainsaw. And it sounded like you guys woke right up. <laughs> It got me up pretty quickly. <laughs> All right. But I I heard laughing pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, more than screaming. It was laughing. <laughs> did you did you think that this has to be a joke immediately? Uh, after about two seconds. All I right. It to be a joke. <laughs> we assumed as much. Yeah. All right. Well, you are, All right, cool. you are now officially awake. We have done our job. Laura sends her regards. All right? Now go make some pizzas, okay? <laughs> or sell insurance. No, no, no. Matt's the guy who oh, sells Matt's insurance. insurance. Okay. Ryan, Ryan is the pizza maker. So one of the funniest things I've ever seen is that the America's Funniest Home videos where the father, they have their kids, yep. watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yep. and yep. then the kids actually went to sleep in the same bed because they were so terrified. The lights are on. The lights are on. Oh, yeah, dude, the kid jumps up, and he slams into the uh, uh, the Venetian blinds oh, and rips them right. down. And then he's like, why would you? <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, Brent, are you there? Oh, we right, lost, him. lost him. Yeah, I guess we lost. That's him. all right. All right, so cool. I they, they was. Uh, I heard the door go. I wish I could have heard more of it. All right, well, well, the guys go. just started laughing. Well, what's great about this is we are going to have video yeah. to play back. For I want to see that, and we'll get them. Uh, we'll get the the clips up on the website. Uh, intern Nick is uh, doing the filming, and he'll edit those down and get them for us, and we'll pop that up for you as soon cool. as we possibly can. Uh, you know, we've been talking all morning about uh, giving away the tickets to see the Phils tonight. Yep, uh, in New York, the trip of Philly tailgate and Pepsi. Uh, but there's another thing that you can win. How about a ten thousand dollar diamond ring? This is very cool. Yeah, how sweet would that be? And this is the Robin's Diamonds Dash, which is taking place this weekend. Actually, it's on Saturday and uh, Pierre's going to be downtown and there's an after party and all that stuff. In fact, our friends at Dave & Buster's has supplied us with some food this morning to get ourselves ready for that. They'll have free food and prizes. Our friend Mike is from this. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing well. How you guys doing? Good. You popped in here last year. I sure did. I remember that. And uh, to, to 
explain it all. Uh, tell people what this whole thing is about. Obviously, they know that there's a chance for them to win a $10,000 diamond ring. How do you go about doing that? Okay, so so Robin's Diamonds has put up this huge diamond. It's beautiful. If you haven't been into the store to check it out, it's amazing. Uh, but essentially, it's a high-tech treasure hunt through downtown Philadelphia. And people are going to be solving clues and riddles that are sent to them via text message. Uh, so the event happens, starts at 10 o'clock in the morning from right across from City Hall. And people will be running around for several hours solving riddles in teams of two. So we've got couples who have written in stories and told us why they need a ring, all that fun stuff. Uh, and essentially, somebody's going to find this <sighs> ring somewhere in downtown Philadelphia. All right, by a high-tech uh, scavenger hunt, what do you mean? So the, the, there are clues and riddles written all over town. And essentially, everybody leaves uh, Thomas Paine Plaza at about 11 o'clock, and they're running around town, and they're going from location to location answering these questions. So one, an example question would say, uh, what's the most famous staircase in Philadelphia? The Rocky. Yeah, The Rocky right, Steps. So you'd send back the answer, the Rocky Steps. And then we would ask you a challenge question that's going to say, what's the seventh word on the plaque at the top of the steps? Mm. So you can't answer that question unless you're, unless you're actually there. So you have to run to that spot. Solve the question, you'll get your next question, and then you get another one. So you're, you've got almost a thousand people running downtown Philadelphia trying to find this. Okay, so, uh, are you guys supplying the, uh, the equipment for people to, to text with and all that, or? Right, well, my, my company's called Scavenger, okay. and we've developed the technology that allows this game to happen. So we've created a platform in which build all these questions and we work with you know jewelers all over the country to do this and, and as everyone is being sent out are they getting the same clues at the same time or are they are, are things i assume things are changed around correct right so the magic of the technology is this routing algorithm which sends people on different paths so everyone's going on a unique path so you can't just follow, follow someone else right. yeah yeah, exactly. yeah that would be yeah that, that, that i mean that could kind of ruin it that could take a little bit of the fun out of it uh, right if you have someone who's just hanging off your coattails right and following what you it. do yeah yeah right. so no no cheating Allowed. This year we made it a little more difficult. We uh, decided to make some clues in Kensington because we didn't think it was too too much fun last year. <laughs> I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> Send them out to Kensington. Well, what, how many? All right, so if you have that many people, how many different variations on the progression are there? Well, uh, essentially there are are countless amounts of, of variations. If you got riddles, I mean, if you know yeah. anything about permutation mathematics, it's. Uh, you know, thousands and thousands, millions of potential paths. So everybody's going on a unique path. Everyone has unique paths. That's yep. awesome. Yeah. Right. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a whole lot of fun. Then Dave & Buster's big after party. Uh, they're putting together a great spread for us. And uh, Robin's Diamonds is, is giving this monster, monster diamond away. What, uh, what, what time is the after party is supposed to be happening? It's going to happen at about 2 o'clock. The people who play, their friends and family can come down and, and, uh, and see who wins. Uh, hopefully we get a marriage proposal. we got a lot of great stories coming in. Uh, people who love Robin's and, and who love, uh, you know, something like this. They've lost their house in the mortgage crisis. Sure, yeah, they can't yeah. afford a ring, all that fun stuff. So it's something that uh, Robbins has given back to the community a little bit. And uh, I, I hosted the after party last year, and, and the people that took part in this, this uh, event last year had so much fun. And listen, you know, all of them didn't win. You know, there was only like one main winner, but every single one of them had such a blast and they were they were so happy to be at the after party and have to be uh, happy to be part of the event. So, and, and there are some spots available. Are there? Yeah. There are, yeah. Registration, we're, we're accepting uh, spots for the remainder of the day. We said we're going to close at 6 o'clock. So, if you want to play this, Teams of two, you need to sign up with a partner. You go to Robbins, or actually you go to MMR and put in the keyword diamond, and you can uh, take you to the Robbins Diamonds Dash website, 
uh, and essentially we'll we'll accept you if you've got a good story, and uh, and then you guys can come and try and win this thing. What, okay. what what do you max out as as far as participants? We're gonna we're gonna try and cap it at about a thousand, uh, which would be five hundred teams of two. Okay, so uh, we're we, we've got that. We're gonna we've got room for a few more stories. So how long does the actual awesome. scavenger hunt t- uh, take? It's going to be about three hours long. Okay. So from we're going to kick off at about eleven. So registration starts at ten. We kick off at about eleven. Pierre's going to be there, and uh, and then we're going to we're going to be done by about two o'clock. So is it how much you can get done in a certain amount of time? Right. So everybody's scoring points as they are answering all these clues. And so the team that's the fastest, there's no motorized vehicles, okay. there's no um, no cars, anything like that, no scooters. It's all on foot or it's on bike. Okay. So people got to be fast, they got to have stamina, they got to be clever to uh, answer these tough Okay, riddles. so no no stopping off for beers here and there, I guess. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. You do that. Right. I mean, you could. You don't want to win. Especially if you're, you know, find out that you're not any good at it part of the yes. way. Like, ah, <laughs> drink and and also find out you're an alcoholic. But this is happening on Halloween. Is there like a costume prize that's, element? That's a, that's a good call, Casey. Uh, so we're going to have two prizes for best individual costume and then best uh, couples costume. And you guys, uh, MMR is putting up a bunch of great prizes for some some kind of second, third place, and fourth place prizes. So, awesome. Uh, bring your costumes. The people who are playing, uh, you know, we're looking for some creative flair, and we're going to give you guys some nice stuff. Okay. And uh, the Thomas Paine Plaza is 16th and JFK across from City Hall, just in case you're not familiar. And uh, WMMR.com, 6 o'clock today is when the deadline is. 6 to o'clock registered. today, yeah. So go to the website, get your registration in, and we're going to accept a few more teams. That looks like it's going to be a, a lot of fun. I know last year, as Casey said, and it's a slight chance it might rain, but it's going to be 70 degrees yeah. on yep. Saturday. Perfect for this. It's going to be awesomely warm. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Excellent. All right. Well, Mike is from Scavenger, by the way, and also Susan G. Komen for The Cure is presenting this, and of course, uh, Robin's Diamonds. It's the Diamond Dash. Good luck, Mike. Thanks for coming by again. Thanks for having me, guys. You got it, man. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Yay. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. All right. So we have uh, a chance for you to uh, win tickets tonight to the game, to the party. And a trip on the way up, and that is uh, phillytailgate.com and Pepsi, the official sponsor of Major League Baseball. Uh, we have another clue, and Nick is going to give it out. So far, we know that uh, this person uh, catches and throws lefty. No, that's no. left, throws right. Okay, sorry about that. And that has played with, uh, did play with Steve Carlton, and the years that he played as a Philadelphia Philly, 1973. To 1975. Oh, that really oh, will narrow go. it down. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's get callers on the line now who want to take a guess at who this Philly is that we're trying to identify throughout the entire history of the, the, the team, and now we've narrowed it down to 1973-75. three years, Preston. Yeah, exactly, and we've given some clues as to uh, who this might be, and if we don't get a winner on this round, we will give you yet another clue to narrow it down and get closer to uh, to win them, because we're giving them away before we get out of the studio today. We have to. Um, Nick, uh, not Nick McElwain, our other Nick here, who is uh, uh, does an amazing job of filming some some uh, things that we do around the studio. Nick Murphy was with uh, Brent Porsche at the Chainsaw Wake Up Call. Yep. And the second person that we did with the Chainsaw Wake Up the Call, the kid in media. Oh th- what you heard on the air is <laughs> they, they didn't explain how physical it got. Really? Until Kathy. Yeah, you got to see the footage. See I didn't see it. Yeah. Jesus, this kid the dude jumped right out and jumped up nuts and started. And Tim, who's who's wearing the leather mask with spikes on it, and and had the chainsaw. 
Kathy, he punched him in the face like five times. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, sw- roundhouses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swing- <gasps> haymakers swinging as hard as he could at him. <laughs> Boom, 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 and was not letting up. But he was... Jesus Christ, He just kept holding up the chainsaw, and uh, and he he said he was laughing, but the the guy was connecting. He was going for it, man. I mean, he was trying to knock him out. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. All because he had a running chainsaw in his room. All because of that. The hell's that about? Oh my God! I had no idea that it was, and and Brent was trying to calm him down, you know, saying, "Dude, dude, it's a joke, it's a joke, relax a little bit." But this kid was was trying to take Tim's head off. We've got to get that video up as soon as possible because I've I, that that's freaky. Yeah, that's like when you see, uh, you know, if, if you watch a a mixed martial arts fight and one guy's got the upper hand and he starts repeatedly punching a guy in the face. That's exactly what that was like. Uh, yeah, Nick said it was like a scene from quarantine. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, man. And, yeah, and Tim hasn't taken his mask off since, I guess. Do we even know? <laughs> yeah, do you know what if your you've face got looks like? Bruises or anything? Or? A little bump. Okay. He got one little one in He got cut on your mask, so you, you, you ended up getting one yeah. back. That's... Yeah, no, he got the brunt of it. I yeah. tell you what, man, that kid wasn't backing up, though. He, nope. was, he was going for a kid for who it. can't wake up. He can Son sure throw some punches. Bitch, wow. man. Wow. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we've got to get that video up, and as soon as we do, we will let you know. Let's give away some tickets yeah. and a trip to the World Series. Game number two in New York City. Guess the player. Win the trip. All right. Back to the phones we go. I have uh, Bill on the line. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, Bill, we need you to identify the player that we have randomly chosen. I have him. All right. Who Jimmy is it? McCarver. Who? Tim McCarver. No. Tim McCarver, already no. guessed. Already been guessed. Oh. oh. All right, already guessed. Incorrect. All right. Let me get. And you know the years now. I have uh, Jim on the line. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys doing? All right, Jim. Have you heard all the clues? I have. And what is your guess? I'm going to go with Mike Rogodzinski. Say that again. R- Mike Rogodzinski. That's it! That is absolutely correct, dude. Jim, get yourself set, dude. You're going to New York tonight, my friend. Oh man, yeah. I can't believe it. I'm in shock. Now listen, you got you have to be able to leave at one o'clock, okay? From where do I have to leave? You can do that. He said, "Where? He said, where do I leave from? Right. Somewhere in the one. area." No the problem. The second part of the contest is you have to tell us where <laughs> the bus is leaving. No, you're right. going, but you're going on Moss. You're going with a bunch of other Philly fans. So, Jim, what made you uh, figure out uh, Mike Rogodzinski? I can't even say his name. Rogodzinski. Well, I uh, started out, I was actually going to call with Milt Thompson, but then that last clue made me uh, have to do a little Googling. Yeah. And uh, I was able to narrow it down to Rogzinski. Very nice. Very nice. He fit the criteria of of the clues that we we had mentioned, and you managed to Yeah, that last clue really nailed it. Rogodinski. 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 All right, of course. right. All right, well, you know what, Jim? Hang on just a second, because on the phone we have Mike Rogodinski. Yeah! Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing terrific. How about you guys? Uh, we're, we're doing fantastic. So what's it like to be an obscure player? <laughs> the I, I, what, I can just sit here and I'm, I'm listening to you on the, on the radio and I'm thinking to myself, Christ, is anybody ever going to guess that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about an obscure player. You picked the right one. <laughs> you did, did, did pretty well, though. Well, yeah, and... I, uh, listener well, Jim, says, listen. I guess you guys have to choose somebody. Dalton was in town, couldn't make it though. I guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jim, do you want to say hi to Mike real quick? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing fine. You? 
I'm just excited about this. I'm trying to lie, so to be able to get you, I had to do a little research. I <laughs> nope. uh, yeah, probably had to do a lot of research. Mike, he said, he, yes, he had to do a lot of research to find you. But you played for three years. You are part of the team. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah man. Correct. I'm going to put... Uh, I'll never forget. I'm going to put uh, Jim on hold for just a second. And I, and I did hear when we were getting this uh, set up... Uh, last night to have you on that uh, that you kind of busted Kathy's balls about calling you an obscure player. <laughs> yeah, I, I called yesterday afternoon, talked to his wife, and I, I'm I knew that she was like, "What is what does this girl want?" <laughs> uh, but, when, but when Mike called, are me you back, sleeping with this whore? <laughs> when Mike called me back, he was really nice about it. But yeah, I heard his, his wife was laughing, and uh, yeah, he was giving me a hard time because I, I called him obscure. <laughs> uh, so Mike, you hey, played listen, anytime. Anytime somebody remembers me. I don't care what they want to call me. Yeah, so yeah. you played from 73 to 75. How long was your Major League Baseball career? About a year and a half, realistically. Really? Mm -hmm. And you played only for the Phillies? Only for the Phillies. And uh, what position did you play? Basically any place other than pitch. So I, you're, you're pitch. At, I could play anywhere in the outfield. I played just anywhere in the infield. Yes. So you're a utility player? Yes. Okay, and uh, how, how great was it being in the bigs? Had it been amazing? It was absolutely fabulous. Things that uh, you dream about. Actually, I was fortunate enough to be able to live live through. And and, and what other famous players uh, would did you hobnob with, or would we know of? Well, you know Baboon. Okay. Okay. You know Larry Boa. Sure. Yeah. Of course, you know Lefty. Yeah. Right. Would they know you? <laughs> Are you kidding? Right. I... Lefty. When we have our alumni, we sit next on the same bars next to each other in bars. Ordering and drinking our, our beer and wine. So, yeah, they know me. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. That's awesome. Mike, Mike. What, what do you do now? I work for a company called Camden Tool in Camden, New Jersey. Okay. And, oh, so that's great. You live? Uh, do you live in Camden, New Jersey? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, nobody lives in Camden. <laughs> <laughs> or else he'd be the former, the, the recently that's deceased correct. player. Yeah. That's correct. Where, where do you live, Mike? I, I live in Blackwood, New Jersey. Okay, sure. Mike, when we were talking about this contest, I, I talked to my dad about it last night. He's a huge Phillies fan, and I mentioned your name, and he knew you right away. And so he started doing some research. And, and the stat that he came across was that you, you were never caught stealing in, in the major leagues. Did you ever attempt any stolen bases? Yeah, I did. And I so, can't tell you how many, but I did, yes. And you led the league as a rookie in uh, pinch hits as well? That's correct. Oh, that's that's See? not too shabby. Phenomenal. No. Well, why, yeah. was, why was your pro career cut short? Uh, you'd have to ask the Phillies about that. Right. Uh, they told me to Japan, and I did not want to go there. All right. Uh, so it was one of those things to whether I'd show up to Japan and continue or just quit, and I quit, so... Well, Mike, are you as excited as uh, you know the city was uh, last oh, year and this year? Thrilled to death, absolutely yeah. thrilled to death. Wow, great! I've I've never seen a team, never been fortunate enough to be part of a team that plays twenty seven outs, plays three strikes per hitter. I mean, they're just absolutely phenomenal. They're never out of a ball game, never and never out of a ball game. Do you uh, uh, do you, do you get to get uh, to any games uh, these uh, days? My wife and I usually go to at least one home game, uh, one game a home stand rather. So yeah, we've we've been to quite a few this year. That's cool. Yeah. Do you ever have to tell people, um, I used to play on this team? <laughs> you crazy as it sounds, now, it's been quite a while, 30 or close to 40 years since I've played. And there's still people every once in a while that, you know, they'll, you look familiar. I, I know you. Why do I know you? Oh, I'll guarantee you there, there are people who have just based their lives around this team. So you, you, I'm, I'm sure you get recognized periodically. Oh, yeah. And, and it, the Phillies, the Phillies as a family are, are just absolutely terrific. Uh, they've treated, me and my family very very well and and it's just a uh an honor just to be associated with them That's the players cool. are are just terrific and uh, everybody else uh 
in the organization has just been absolutely super. And Mike, your baseball card is priceless. His, uh, oh, yeah. I know, I know Mike's daughter, and his daughter used to carry yeah. it around. Does she still carry it around with her? Oh yeah. yeah, she said. I just got off the phone with her. Okay, okay? and she says, "Oh, please, you got to tell Kathy." I said, "Hello, please make sure you tell her." I said, "Hello." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I will. I will. I promise. I promise." Good. We'll tell her. I said hi to, but but he, uh, she carried his, carries his baseball card around uh, in her pocket or in her wallet, and uh, yeah, it's priceless. Yeah. What is the picture particularly goony? Or is just, it? Yeah, he has like you know the yeah. big glasses. Yeah. Oh, on okay. And... <laughs> my fingers and my nose actually. <laughs> You're picking your nose in the shot. Uh, that we'll could be a Mike, problem. Did they? They didn't have to call you Rogo, did they? Back in the day. Oh yeah. In fact, actually, what they used to do is they somebody sent me a picture of the old scoreboards that they used to have at the vet. Uh, somebody came up with the line, "I'm a Rogo rooter," you know, like Roto rooter. Yeah. <laughs> so I, they sent me a picture of the scoreboard with that on there, and it's. Uh, one of my treasured possessions from my past. That's wow. very cool. That's yeah. awesome, man. All right. Well, Mike, thanks for letting us use you as uh, our obscure Phillies player. <laughs> I right, listen. I appreciate it. It's an honor, as far as I'm concerned. Any, uh, like I told Kathy last night, anytime anybody mentions my name, in whatever reason or for whatever cause, it's an honor on my part. Very Please. cool. Awesome, man. Yeah, all right. Well, awesome. thanks so much, Mike, and enjoy the series. All right. Thank you. Thank all right, you very, th- very there much. There goes Rogo, gang. All right. We're a Rogo Rooters oh, now. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. And by the way, so a couple of IMs on how you spell his name because people want to look him up now. Uh, the last name is spelled R-O-G-O-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Wow. Super nice guy. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And allowed uh, listener Jim to get tickets and a trip tonight, phillytailgate.com nice. and Pepsi to go to the game. And this includes, uh, you know, deluxe round trip motor coach transportation, the I Hate New York t-shirts are going to set them up with food and beverage. Uh, there's live music and uh, the pre-tailgate game a party, which is going to be taking place. So, congratulations, man. That's awesome. And uh, I'd stay with us because uh, we may, you never know. It's quite possible. And some other chances for you to go. All right, we got to do the Bizarre File. Let's go. And now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Uh, with, and this is perfect uh, here, going from Jeffy Lube into this, with motor fluid spraying in their faces and the weight of a car numbing their bodies, two Nevada college students struggle to stay calm after a drunk driver allegedly tore into their home, ripping them from their slumber. Kristen Palmer and Trent Wood were asleep in their home last week when a motorist allegedly drove into their bedroom around 4 a.m., mistakenly believing it was his ex-girlfriend's home. Jeez. And listen to this. We hear of, of uh, you know, cars running into houses yeah. occasionally, but nothing like this. University of Nevada students spent almost an hour pinned between the car and their bed while emergency workers battled furiously to free them. Somehow the two left the scene with relatively minor scrapes and burns and a new lease on life. Authorities say the motorist was drunk when he drove into the couple's home, mistakenly believing that it was the home of his ex-girlfriend and new boyfriend. So this guy did this Mm. on purpose. How fast was he going? It doesn't say. uh, But Eric Cross is accused of drunken driving, battery of a deadly weapon, uh, possession of a stolen vehicle, driving without a license, and careless driving for his role in the crash. Initially, Woods struggled to comprehend what had happened happened to him after being abruptly torn from his slumber. He said, I thought the roof caved in from an earthquake because it's hey, an old house. And then his girlfriend began screaming and parts of the car came into focus, helping Woods uh, to groggily piece the scene together. Can you imagine that? As fluid poured from the car, burning Palmer's face, the couple feared that the car might explode with them underneath it. Uh, Woods credited the slackness of the bed from present- preventing their legs from breaking altogether as the weight of the car pinned his girlfriend's entire body and his lower 
lower half to the bed. Man. Uh, she was screaming really badly, he said, because I could actually move my chest and neck, but she couldn't move anything. Uh, the couple calmed down somewhat after emergency workers arrived at the scene using chainsaws to rip through the wall, and then they managed to get them out. They had to wiggle them it's out It's unbelievable. Yeah, incredible. You wake up, and there's a car literally on top of you. And, and the fact that their injuries weren't that substantial. Pinning you to the bed, exactly. A typographical error resulted in the recall of student T-shirts at Linda Vista Elementary School's recent jogathon after a parent called the phone number printed on the back of the shirts and was connected to a sex line. All right. Uh, T-shirts. Uh, T-shirts were handed out to, to all the students participating. I did read it may have been like a tranny. Uh, really? Uh, Even better. Phone line, yeah. Uh, they uh, they were headed out. Uh, they were handed what out. Are you up for <laughs> they were handed out. Uh, during the jogathon during uh, during uh, recess and recall before students left at the end of the day. Uh, the T-shirts featured the school mascot, a lion, running with a one eight hundred number featuring words instead of numbers. Uh, the number was written as a cute slogan for the jogathon. Well, very cute. But one of the parents called it and found out that it was a transsexual sex line. A Long Island mother is accused of posting a sexually uh, suggestive ad on Craigslist urging older men to call a little girl in a twisted case of alleged revenge. Ooh. Ah. Social worker uh, Marjorie Tenenbaum is facing aggravated harassment and endangering the welfare of a child charges after uh, allegedly giving sex-seeking men a nine-year-old child's name and phone Ew. number oh, through the online posting. And her lawyer proclaimed her innocence after the court hearing following the arrest. Eey, yucky. Uh, the <laughs> listing was allegedly posted after Tenenbaum's fourth grade daughter claimed to have an argument with a nine-year-old classmate from oh, her geez. elementary school. Prosecutors so she puts her up on a sex line? On, on uh, Craigslist. Craigslist? As, as in looking for sex, yes. Prosecutors say Tenenbaum then uh, plotted revenge by listing the provocative email address LaceyThong23 at Yahoo.com and then giving out the girl's first name and phone number when she received several responses. Uh, according to the court documents, the mother of the nine-year-old girl received a call from a man who, upon answering, asked, Hey, baby, is this you? Uh, when the woman told the man that she was the girl's mother, I you some candy. the caller responded saying, Oh, hot lady lives with Foxy Mama. Uh, the girl's mother said, uh, I told him the hot lady you're referring to is nine years old, and then he hung up. Uh, the parents in Tenenbaum School community are hoping for a swift resolution of the case that continues to be a distraction to the children. Yeah, I'd say so. That's messed up. And uh, let's see, we'll just do one more story and then wrap things up. Uh, let's go with this one. Would-be television thieves in Melbourne, Australia were left red-faced after they tried to steal a cardboard cutout in a bungled burglary. Intruders broke into a vacant display home between 7.30 a.m. on midday and Sunday after seeing a large plasma television through the window. <laughs> After Love smashing it. the front door window to gain entry, the thieves received a nasty surprise upon discovering the television set was a cardboard cutout used for display purposes only. Things really lie. Uh, the intruders took out their frustration by messing up a bed. Well, oh. that's showing them. That'll show them. <laughs> Police said the thieves... Remove the pillow covers. Uh, ...fled empty-handed, leaving the cardboard cutout behind, and damage at the front door was estimated to be at about 50 bucks. And there you go. That's your bizarre file. We got a lesson question prize. It's tickets to see Dom Irera, and that's Friday, November 27th at the TLA. I shall ask you this question, and if you can give me the correct answer, I'm going to set you up with. Uh, what movie did Casey watch in bed with another guy? 
Yeah. And then it says, seriously, this, this actually, is actually happened. happened once. Casey admitted this a Steve joke. to doing this. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. What movie did Casey watch in bed with another guy? Call now. Let's see if he can get it right. Oh, I love trash. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, and it is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Visit a locally owned Delaware Valley Jiffy Lube for a Jiffy Lube signature service oil change today. Jiffy Lube, more than an oil change. Steve, what's going on? Well, according to a recent online poll, Miley Cyrus is considered the worst celebrity influence of 2009. <laughs> Cyrus received a dubious honor because of her, quote, outspoken adoration of sodomy. Oh. And I don't ever remember her saying that. Oh. oh, my God. A federal judge in Seattle has granted a six-month delay in a civil suit against magician David Copperfield, brought by a model accusing him of molesting her. The woman is claiming that Copperfield uttered the words abracadabra and magically made her lunch reappear. Oh. <laughs> and finally, Hallie Glassman uh, in a magazine interview revealing she is uh, sick and tired of boyfriend John Goslin emotionally abusing her during his frequent tantrums. Said Glassman, quote, the only thing that gets me through the herd is knowing that America thinks I'm a fat, hoary home wrecker. Oh. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. right. Thank you very much. All right, let's get an answer to the lesson question. What movie is it uh, that Casey watched in bed with another guy? Uh, I'm going to go to Karen, who wants to take a stab at it. Hi, Karen. How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Good. You got an answer for us? Mr. Holland's Opus. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? How, how old would you have been at the time when you did that, Casey? Oh, I was old. I was 22. Really? Yeah. Right. I was going to guess 22 is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you guys get under the covers? No. Oh, all right. You're lying. No, we do everything on top of the Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I, I like sleep to under see. the covers. Yeah. Natural and raw. All right, Karen, uh, for getting that correct, we're going to give you tickets to see Dom Irera Friday, November 27th, the TLA, all right? Sweet. Thank you. You got it. Hang on just a second. Don't forget that. Uh, tickets are on sale Friday at noon at Live Nation. Com. I now have... Are we doing music news here? Yeah. Yes, we are. Do Let's it. Do it. WMMR with Preston and Steve's Music News. Did you say I dare you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Do it live. All right. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. It is brought to you by Night of Terror at Creamy Acre Farms in... Oh, that's scary. ...in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. Ah! Open every day this week. Visit nightofterror.com. That's nightofterror.com. So Stone Temple Pilots have quietly spent the last few months working on a new studio album with producer Don Was, according to uh, Spinner.com. Uh, the band's going to hit the road in early November for a string of pre-holiday Canadian dates, but expect to resume recording in early 2010 for a tentative spring or summer release. Scott Weiland said, when we get back, we're going to finish the album. And then when we finish the album, there will be a big tour around its release. And that will probably be a long tour. Uh, the plan to release... Oh, good for you! plan to release the record has been complicated by a legal dispute between STPs at Label Atlantic Records. Uh, Weiland and drummer Eric Kretz... Uh, reports have indicated that Weiland and Kretz consider themselves free agents and are looking for a new deal while the label claims that they are bound to their original contract. So there's some red tape they have to go through. Rumors about Led Zeppelin, reu uh, another reunion, have resurfaced again thanks to the news that uh, Robert Plant has been in discussions about performing at next year's Glastonbury Festival in England. He doesn't, but he's not a big fan of that whole reunion stuff, is no, he? No, he's not. Uh, according to NME.com, however, that what sparked speculation about a Zeppelin gig was when Plant remarked, there's a place for me there at Glastonbury, but I have no idea who with. 
Oh. So people are just grasping at straws like they did last time about wanting that last tour to be a right. an exte- uh, that extended last show to be yeah. a tour. Yeah. Show, go happy. Uh, so it's most likely not going to happen. Uh, Fallout Boy bassist Pete Wentz, Weezer frontman Rivers Cuomo, and Bling 182 drummer Travis Barker, along with the country star Taylor Swift, filmed a new commercial this week in Los Angeles for the upcoming video game Band Hero. Band uh, Hero? Yeah, Band Hero. The clip was directed by Brett Ratner, who also directed the Rush Hour Movers and X-Men The Last Stand. As with previous ads from the makers of the Guitar Hero franchise, all the artists break out the Tom Cruise dance moves from Risky Business in the ad. Uh, according to People, Barker's kids were on the set and were starstruck when Swift arrived. Uh, she later spent time playing Band Hero with the Barker kids. Yo, did you guys see the commercials last night for the DJ Hero, which is yeah. the hip-hop version? Where yeah, you, Eminem against uh, yeah. Jay-Z or whoever and it was. It's like a little turntable. Turntable, yeah. 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 It got some pretty good reviews. Yeah, they're going to be debuting that soon, I think. Um, Stupid. In addition... <laughs> You liked it. In addition to the <laughs> acts appearing in the ad, Band Hero features tracks from the All-American Rejects, Dashboard, uh, Confessional, No Doubt, OK Go, The Bravery, The Airborne Toxic Event, Yellow Card, Duran Duran, David Bowie, Maroon 5, Evanescence, Sticks, and <laughs> dozens more. And the game comes out on November 3rd. You too will perform in front of Berlin's Brandenburg Gate, and that's on uh, November 5th as part of the 16th Annual MTV Europe Music Awards. The free concert will also act as a launch event for the Fall of the Wall celebrations in the German city, uh, commemorating the 20th anniversary of the Fall of the Berlin Wall. So it's a full free concert? I guess just so. them or anybody else? Uh, you know what No David does, Hasselhoff? It doesn't say if Hasselhoff will be there or not, but as I, uh, as far as I know, it's just you two. It's just you two. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you think Mono Yo, will be? Yo, no, David Hasselhoff. Come up on stage now. It's going to be awesome. Uga shaka. Uga, uga, uga shaka. See those two doing a duet. Jesus. That'd be wonderful. And then finally, Dave Matthews Band will be on tour in Europe early next year behind its latest album, Big Whiskey and the Gru Grux King. But that doesn't mean the group is just sticking to performing. Uh, the guys. Yeah. Uh, the guys at Dave Matthews Band. Hasselhoff's seminal song. Have already started thinking about their next studio effort, and uh, Dave says that they're anxious to get in the studio again with producer Rob Cavallo. So they are looking to get back and, you know, uh, recording some more music. And uh, I think that's it. Is that all I have for music news? I think that's it. What I do need to do, and uh, Marissa, do we have any um, passes left for the Haunted Horror ride? I think we might have a couple left. Two Sorry, left. we're watching the Hasselhoff video. Oh, <laughs> him, him in that body suit. Thing. Good, Jesus. Yeah. You know what? He's got a fur coat and he pretends to go snowboarding, but he's got like eye makeup on when he yeah. does it. Well, it's, well, that's the genius there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Germans love this guy. Um, we have the Haunted Horror Ride tomorrow morning, and we uh, come on. Haunted Horror Ride! <laughs> Thank what? you. Nick's very tired because he went to uh, back-to-back Pearl Jam shows. Yeah, that's Commit right. Commit to it, man. Haunted Horror Ride! That's the Nick we know and love. Uh, I'm going to Take <laughs> two callers who would like to join us for the Haunted Horror Ride tomorrow morning. You can actually be on the Hayride. 215-263-WMMR. But everybody's invited. 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 Bring Moik and your boy. Yeah. Don't ride your bike. I hope there's no always outside the, uh, the street. So anyhow, <laughs> what are you like, saying? We'd like to <laughs> invite you to uh, Club Risquet for after the Haunted Horror Ride and a chance to win some Pearl Jam tickets and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but let's get some people who want to get uh, lap dances while we're on the ro- road uh, live tomorrow morning. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Why do you look at me? I didn't even say anything.
Because is there uh, some of the uh, 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 you know just improv that you have been known to, uh, become to known as? By the way, I love all those emails I've been getting that people have been signing with whatever the hell it is that I said there. I can't even quote that. What is it? Been come to known as? This. Is there uh, some of the uh, 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 you know just improv that you have been known to uh, become to known as? <laughs> My proudest moment. He answered the question. He did. He absolutely understood it. Huh? All right. Anyhow, that's call why now. Seth Rogen is a man of the people. We're going to take a break. Yeah. I've had enough. The Preston and Steve Show on ninety WMMR. That is picked up by Lee behind his back, and even he has to smile as he grabbed it right behind his back for out number one. Now more with Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Awesome. That was pretty damn sweet, man. Just Cliff Lee all the way around last night. Uh, totally handling the, 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 the Yankees and then uh, kind of doing a little Harlem Globetrotter move to say, you know what? Screw you. Yeah, I loved it, man. I absolutely loved it. We're going to be watching the game tonight for a Halloween party. Mad River Maniac. Hopefully you'll have a chance to come out and hopefully you'll be on our VIP list. How would you like to be one of those people right now? 13th caller, I will give you passes for the Captain Morgan VIP zone at the MMR Halloween party. And uh, party starts at 8, no cover, $500 the best costume, and somebody's going to win Pearl Jam tickets for the final show at the Spectrum on Halloween. The first 100 people in costume get a free Bud Light and $2 You Call It Captains from 9 till 11. Uh, 13th caller now, 215-263-WMMR. We'll put you on the list. going to be a damn good time. Uh, it's been a very busy day today. And the week continues to go on and uh, suck the life out of people like uh, Pierre Robert and uh, Nick McElwain, who are taking in every single little thing that is going on this week. Did Marissa go to the show last night? No, too? no, she's been out uh, nineteen days in a row, so she <laughs> called it out. Uh, you know, didn't do didn't do last night's concert, but um, I believe she's going to Saturday's show. Yeah. Well, you went out last night, right, to watch the game? Yeah. Wait a minute, hold on. So go ahead. I stopped by uh, Kildare's in Maniunk. I did oh, say hi to. Uh, I was say hi to Brandon, who's an EMT. Who's can a big I fan say hi? <laughs> <laughs> so you you were at you were at uh, and watching the game there. Oh yeah, it was a okay. great crowd. Right. I couldn't watch that like at home alone. That game no. was awesome. No, because if you're that? home alone, then you have to reassess your life course. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think about <laughs> think what the hell has happened. But it'll be a Friday show. Do you sometimes do you sometimes put the key in the wrong door when you're going? <laughs> It's like, Only look? if he's cute. Yeah, there we go. Oh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's, it's, not funny. it's, <laughs> it's been uh it's been a busy ass week and it continues to be. And uh it's great though, man. You gotta love it. October is a great month. Yes. And then we're sliding Usually in. the last month we live. Into uh November where we're starting to get ready for the Camp Out for Hunger. We'll have official information on that very, very soon for you. We'll get the uh I've already mentioned the dates of when that's gonna happen, but we have some official things that are, are gonna be taking place as far as incentives and whatnot. So we'll get that out to you as soon as we can. By the way, I love this um uh, this instant message uh, that came in, and uh, I guess this is in reference to my rambling question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To uh, who were we talking to? It was Seth, Seth Rogen. Seth, Seth Rogen. Uh, yeah, this it says, uh, has anyone really been far even as decided to even go want to do look more like? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's is there exactly. Uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known to uh, become to known as? I remember that because, like, you asked it, and the look in your face, you, you like, 
you mouthed the word, you were like, ah. you know, you're like, oh. I just gave up after so that. So mad at yourself. That happened. Uh, 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 the reason why you laugh is because everyone has had that exact same situation yeah. where you come and where you are, or you completely forget who you're talking to. For me, it's so much easier to laugh, laugh at other people because I, that's just my life every day. So. Right. Yeah. That's right, why well, I love that. Uh, anyway, listen, we, you've got to repeatedly check back on PrestonandSteve.com today. I'm dying for you to see this video uh, that Nick Murphy, who does uh, uh, video work for us here on the show, got while we were out doing the oh. Chainsaw Wake Up Calls. <laughs> the kid, and I forgot the kid's name. I, yeah, I think one. it was John. It John, yeah. John, yeah, who we woke up 17 years old. Uh, he wakes up to this guy with a uh, spiked mask on his head and a chainsaw. And he got up and just started, I mean, without hesitation, jumped out of bed <laughs> and started punching him in the face repeatedly. And it's it's brutal, man. But, I mean, it's, it's just, you got to see this. So he, we terrorized uh, babies, 13-year-olds, and somebody who's apparently already deranged. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll have those Great. up a little bit later on. Check back when you get a chance on the website throughout the day. And also let us know what you think about the uh, uh, the new update that we have to PrestonandSteve.com. Yeah, give us suggestions. And we want to make it perfect. Hey, and I agree with some of the changes that you've been recommending. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, as far as the links and things go. So we are going to work on getting that set up uh, in the near future. It takes a little time to get those things done. Well, you, you got to kind of get it up and, and, and let's see, you know, let people do, assume you know what, what they're, what they're going to do about the site and then make the modifications. And then we'll be happy. We'll have yeah. it all awesome site. Absolutely. Read this instant message. Alright, here's an instant message. Says, uh, I made Preston's question the ringtone for when my mother calls because it's usually God. a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> that is apropos. Well, how, late, how late were you up last night, by the way? Me? Yeah, you watched the end of the game, right? Uh, I, dude, the top of the ninth, I just couldn't hang wow, on. Wow, you lasted that long? I lasted that long. It was after 11 and it was four zip at that point, I think. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, okay, I finished to the end. Feel uh, pretty damn confident. Will you stay up later? Yeah, anyway? but I was dying last night. Still, it was just like, and it was one of those things where I would tune over and then tune away. That's the way I watch it, yeah. so that they'll win. I can't watch completely through or else they'll lose. Yeah. Well, I had to. I watched the whole game, and then I went to Comcast Sportsnet after that to do the post game, and then right. I wanted to check all the stats online, so I went to xhamster.com. <laughs> you went to that for the... Yeah, you're, you're, to, you're to not the porn. Stats. Yeah, all the porn sites. That's a porn site, by the way. Uh, and what's the thing about that particular site yeah. is they put on very long clips. Himself up. You know, Kathy, uh, know when you're there and you're, you're pleasuring yourself and the thing stops prematurely, you're left there and, and not look, completed. Look at him. His face is turning red. Because, <laughs> Kathy, that's a funny joke and I just ruined it uh, by laughing at it. A good comedian never lasted his own jokes. Uh, and a bad comedian <laughs> lasted all of them. But that was, was a Casey good Foster. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, I got to thank our guest, Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. Flash forward tonight at 8 p.m. on 6 ABC, Rashida Jones. Yeah. And she's on Parks and Recreation, which is at 8.30 on NBC10. And also the stars of Paranormal Activity, we had Katie and Mika. Who yeah. And that is in theaters now. And Brent Poor. Yeah. Being a part of, yeah. of, of, of the Chainsaw Wake Up Call. Thank you very much for doing that. And David Buster! Yeah. Yeah. And Mike from Robin's Diamond yeah. Dash After Party, which is on Saturday evening. What is Nick that? Nick eating. <laughs> yeah! That's disgusting. Uh, anyway, um, uh, David Buster's Rules, thank you very much for feeding us today. We do appreciate that oh so much. And of course, the huge thank you uh, to PhillyTailgate.com and Pepsi. Yeah. For the tickets and the trip 
to the game tonight, and uh, we sent listener Jim, and he's very excited about that. And uh, Rogo, glad, glad to have and Rogo, Rogo. Cool that, yeah. that was that was really cool to have him on. So uh, a beautiful day all the way around. And Pierre Robert has arrived, Hello. ladies and gentlemen. Been here for hours, but uh, doing some <laughs> prep backstage and getting ready for the Rock. Awesome. That's uh, that's what you do. The oh, he's in, actually in here. But a lot of people don't know. Pierre's usually in here before us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, way before you guys. It is uh, the rock that he shall bring in a little while. <laughs> he actually that's just that's stops in on his way home from that evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, did you go? <laughs> did you go to the show last night? I did. You did. All it right. Was amazing. Was it really? Really amazing. Better than the first show. Way better. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, each one is different, but I just really took an energy to a whole nother level. I thought. Wow. So it was profoundly cool. And you'll be there uh, again, I'll yes? I'll be there. Well, we got the Halloween party tonight, and then Government Mule's in town tonight, so oh. I got to go see them at the Tower Theater. <laughs> Are you serious? After the Halloween party, yes. And where, then, where are they playing? The Tower? Yeah. Oh. And uh, with Warren Haynes, who's great. Ooh. And then uh, and then we got tomorrow with Pearl Jam, and then Saturday, the Diamond Dash, and then Saturday night, Pearl Jam, and then Sunday, the motorcycle um, thing for the kids. The abate. And then uh, the hospital check-in for Pierre. Uh, that it ends at Children's Hospital, and I figure I'll just go right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And down. just uh, get a room. With some, you know, we have a very hairy child here. <laughs> yeah, we have a big kid who needs uh, to collapse. Yeah. But it'll be great. You remind me of somebody right now. I can't. I can't. Oh, I have my glasses. But, yeah, yeah. It's okay. No, I, I can't. Oh my God! Put them back on, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, there I just your, your mannerisms right now remind me of somebody I can't think of. It. I can't place it right now. Is it a um, drug dealer or a homeless man? Yeah. I, was, I was thinking Joaquin Phoenix on the Letterman. Program. Yes, yes, that's wow. it. Wow, do I look that way? That's exactly Excellent. it. When Except he was at on least Letterman, I can complete a sentence though. Yeah, yeah, no, you can, but just the way you're kind of almost Stevie Wonderish, uh, <laughs> moving your head around, and uh, uh, yeah, you look like you're. Uh, you're lost. Oh, I'm really lost. <laughs> but at any rate, on we go. And let's, you were just wrapping up, so I don't let's mean do to get the letter. That. No. Oh, we didn't do it? No, no, no. Oh, my. You, are you, do we know there what I it am, is? There I am. Right here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in ethereal. All right, and since you got that uh, now, they, you were that much closer to winning the word of the week. E, yucky. Which we have... <laughs> A Wii, which is uh, courtesy of the new KFC $5 Madden NFL box. And uh, choose from six KFC favorites, plus a side of a, uh, I'm sorry, plus a side and a Madden NFL cop. Uh, unthink <laughs> and tasty <laughs> unsub Madden yeah, a cop. That's what I was going for. Of KFC. Uh, let me see here. Uh, need to thank our sponsors for you. You do. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, the uh, Community College of Philadelphia. Go to ccp.edu for information on their December 1st open house. And also the world's most refreshing beer, Frost Brewed Coors Light and HelpStopFraud.org. How far will people go to commit insurance fraud? Check out real-life cases at HelpStopFraud.org. Now, what did you want me to play, Casey? Oh, uh, this is, uh, you were, you guys were reading an instant message earlier and you thought it was an actual letter. Yeah. Uh, but it was actually, uh, it just transcribed from the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that from this this past Thursday. Oh. Not today, because that didn't happen yet. And this is... <laughs> what? 
What? Uh, I got it. That made total and, sense. And this is... Uh, <laughs> it, it would to you yeah. today. Uh-oh. We, we have... <laughs> this is the clip from this, that? This is a clip from... Uh, yeah, so... Who do you call it? Rob McElhaney's character, Mac, wanted to a deed to hand a letter to Chase Utley. Oh. And this is what the letter would have read. Here we go. Dear Chase, I feel like I can call you Chase because you and me are so much alike. I would love to meet you someday. It would be great to have a catch. I know I can't throw as fast as you, but I think you would be impressed with my speed. I love your hair. You run fast. Did you have a good relationship with your father? Me neither. These are all things we can talk about and more. I know you have not been getting my letters because I know you would write back if you did. And I hope you write back this time and we get to be good friends. I am sure our relationship would be a real home run. God, that's so funny. That's great. That's great. Does she get it to him, do we know? No, no. I well, guess Chase has never been on the show. She never got onto the field because they never actually got into the park for the World Series. So. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's cool, man. So many so many good references to this team, and uh, we're going to find out what happens tonight, my friends. Uh, tomorrow on the show, uh, we have, uh, well, what's coming up on your show today first? Yeah, what about your show first? Yeah, you, man. Well, today on this fine broadcast, <laughs> award-winning broadcast, there'll be a workforce block of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We've got uh, some Who. We've got some Bob Marley. What are you laughing about? You played mind. the body fall. Uh, and we also will have um, more Pearl Jam, lots of Pearl Jam, and some flashbacks to um, last night's uh, crowd reaction and other cool things about the uh, show last night. Awesome. All right, Pierre, the man, he is officially the man about town now. He is, yes. He's taking Bill Weston's uh, Bill Weston, with all due love and respect, is, is uh, appears to be the man about town. He's got grace and style, and he's very nice and charming, but he goes for about an hour to anything and then cuts out of it. <laughs> A man in. about town stays to the bitter end and That's crawls right. out on all fours. The long haul. Like I do. And that is exactly correct. Blank and right. Yep. All right, Blank well, and A. On tomorrow's show, <laughs> uh, our friend Mark Summers will be in studio. Really? Yep. We'll also have uh, Dom Irera stopping by, and it's the Haunted Haunted! So we're doing it all tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Yeah, New York. What the f***, man? How you like that for game one? Talking all your s***. There you go, boys. Cliff Lee tighten it up. How you like that? How you like that, boys? Next message. Oh, yeah, baby. The f- Philly's been all day long. And you know why? Cliff Lee pitches a gem and the other guy on our team. All day, all night, baby. Next message. Oh, my God. I am dating a Yankees fan. Let's go, Phil. So I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.